0: Hello, Josh. Hello, Doug. And hello, John. Hello. Hi. Hello. And hello to all the listeners out there. Hello. Hello. Congratulations. You hello. Have- hello. Congratulations. You have made it to the end of
1: the campaign. Can I just say, genuinely, if you are here and you stuck with us to the very end, then I am profoundly grateful. Congratulations. And I'm serious.
0: Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
2: Congratulations.
1: Congratulations. Quack,
2: quack. Your downloads have benefited us in no way and therefore are useless, but we're grateful. What? Don't worry.
1: Don't listen to him. We never do.
0: For the next few hours, we will be playing the characters for one last time as they recover from their ordeal, say their goodbyes, and maybe, or maybe not, move on to different things in their lives. This is both a farewell to the characters themselves, but also to our group. John is leaving us for at least two years. Yes. He may already be gone by the time this episode releases. Yes. Yes. And Doug, Yo. you'll be going on a long holiday yes. later this year as well, will you not?
3: Uh, n- about this time next year. It'll be 18 months. I can't keep track of your, t- your dates. It's, it was supposed to be v- now, yeah. And then we've postponed it twelve months. So it'll be now again in twelve months ish. Alright. Yeah.
0: You make a liar out of me then. Yes. Next year maybe Doug will be away. Anyway, this is our chance to close the chapter on this story. Does it mean that we'll never see these characters again? No, yes. They're gone. They're gone straight in the bin after this. Well, who knows? We'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Thanks for spoiling your epilogue. (laughs) I'm just going to fucking hit delete on my phone and that's my epilogue. (laughs) Yeah, you just burn your character sheet in front of us. (laughs) Over the last few weeks, I'm sure you've all diligently prepared your final scenes. I'm talking to you, the players. I know I have been pulling what's left of my hair out, worrying about how to tie up all the storylines. But in the end, I think we should focus on the characters that matter. The heroes of Gauntlegrim and those that supported them along the way. Yeah, you're all heroes. Will we get to tie up everything? Probably not, but we'll make sure it's a narratively satisfying end to a wonderful campaign and life experience. Do you all agree?
2: Mhm. Good. Ready to begin? No. No? Absolutely not ready. Okay. You no. did get here late. Season five. <laughs> well, that's Office fault. Well. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. The music will play us in. And here it is
3: bit of the last time we hear this. Well,
0: not for Andrew. He, <laughs>
2: and he's, he's not for him.
3: He unless listens to you, it every morning.
0: Unless you listen to the show, Doug.
3: I mean, listen to it live.
0: Yeah, perhaps you can download. it. You can well, to this it is pre-recorded.
2: Um, until in
1: five yeah. years, it's <laughs> <laughs> not a live performance John's not tapping the keys as we speak. Until in five years' time, and we do the sequel series. Yes, from a uh, ten to twenty, mm-hmm. it's become gods.
0: Eighth of Hammer, 1480 DR, three days after the seeker's arrival in Neverwinter. The high walls and imposing stonework of Neverwinter's former Temple of Tia, now named the Hall of Justice, mark it as a timeless bastion of duty and honour. Standing atop a seaside bluff, the temple itself is a radiant and beautiful structure, big enough for giants to walk comfortably or for dragons to rest in the great hall beneath the high-domed ceiling. The trappings of the building reflect a bygone age, one dedicated to justice and temperance in all things. The scene draws into a window within one of the towers, passing through and revealing a lavish room, decorated with the stylings and fashion of Waterdeep, a large painting of the City of Splendours hangs on the wall adjacent to a large red oak desk. Sitting at the desk, we see a stern-looking man with deep blue eyes and long brown hair receding at the temples. Standing to the side of the desk, another man, a dwarf, with dark circles under his eyes, wearing a black robe. They both regard another man standing in the centre of the room, A dishevelled mess of oily black hair tops his head, half covering his sunken and thin face. He wears a tattered red cloak, burn marks and tears marring the once fine fabric. The man sitting at the desk, Lord de Gault Neverember, Lord Protector of Neverwinter, speaks. Cavourge! Strange is the hour of your return. Quite the coincidence! I very much hope you have some information for me, specifically the location of the lost city of Gauntugrim,
1: I believe. Uh, uh, Yes, my lord, well, uh, the rest of the party did not fare so well, but I found new companions, and sure enough, uh, I found the location of the city, yes.
0: Tell me, what became of Cole Warstrong, my deputy, one of my deputies? And the black-skinned tiefling, was it? And that large, mute goliath... They have not reported back. How were you separated?
1: How was I separated? Cave-in. Cave-in. Rocks, yes, rocks yes. fell, and they were separated. You and Eliza. Yes. Yes. Well, Mount Holt now had some designs of its own, and uh, was not as uh, cooperative as one might imagine. I don't think it recognizes your, your authority, Lord Nevermember, so it cut us off. And I assume you have some good news for me. I have some news for you. Uh, there was a guardian at the gates. However, it was dealt with, not by mine, group. Uh, there were several factions that did not manage to make their way into the doors. Uh, there were some drow and some ashmedai. Both never made their way in. And as far as I know, I'm lying at this point. Because I said to Tfintok, yes. I wouldn't tell Neverember that he went inside. We're
0: going to get a roll here. Let's bring out the dice, Labra.
1: Not oh got got into my character sheet, do not
0: I? I've got it. Yep. So if, my you just, if you just roll a d20, your deception, just remind the audience a little bit on Labra and his class. I believe he's and,
1: a... And, and has he leveled up since? No. <laughs> <he has not. laughs> Labra is a fifth-level warlock and first-level bard. Uh, he's kind of a magician is the way I think of it, like a traveling magician. That's the, way, the sort of bard he is. Does fancy stuff with cards and so forth. Uh, he was a gambler in his time. And he's going to now... Lie? He's going to try to lie to Lord Neverember, try to bluff. Sure. Your your deception is plus six. Yes. Now, it's mainly because, you know, he made an agreement with Fintok that his only job was to find the gates. And he did it. So he would do them a favor because they went through the dragon fight and so on.
0: And I assume you have some sort of map... Or location you're willing to give over?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll tell them where the gates are. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay,
0: I have got Lord de Gaulle's insight here, which he will roll against your statement.
1: Natural twenty. <laughs> are you serious? Oh my god! Get out of here. I don't know what became of the other party, that tenacious dwarf. But uh, when I found the doors, they were for the t- right for the taking.
0: Very well. If you hand over the information, you will get your reward. I did promise that the first team to make it back with the location of the, the doors to Gaunt Grim would get the gold. I promised. I believe is that right, Soman? He looks to the dwarf standing next to. Yes, that is correct, Lord Protector. Good. And you hand over the document.
1: Yes, my lord. Thank you, my lord.
0: And you sketched out the duration because you came through the crags to the yes. north. That's the only direction you know. But coming back through the mountain, through Gomoth's territory, you managed to find the other exit. So you have both of that detailed. Yes. And your knowledge points towards a grand cavern with gates. Yes. But it does it's enough of a map to get there. Yes. To confirm the location as well yes i believe you are entitled to the gold i promised 2500 i believe as for the high honors and standing within the city that will be conditional until i claim the discovery of Gaunt-Grim.
1: and god go get yourself cleaned up my man right at once lord neverember believe me uh, i've prolonged this grottiness for far too long if
0: you uh give us time to arrange the funds my The mayor here, Soman, will arrange the funds for you later today if you come back to his office. Until then, I am... I am done with you. You may go.
1: Yes, my lord. Thank you, my lord. Do you elegantly bow? Yes, I elegantly bow, despite the grottiness and the the, the filth that's covering me. uh, With my sort of, you know, long teeth and... kind of grotty, patchy, little goatee beard... Ah, uh, obviously, you know, eventually he claims the reward and, uh... Well, hang on. Yeah. I'm you step man. out of the room. Yes, I step out of the room. And you go down the stairs. I, I go down the stairs.
0: We go back to the room. Lord, never remember. Stairs, my,
2: sorry? I was going to say, in my head is the scene from Aladdin where Aladdin's trying to get out from the Cave of Wonders and... The disguised to Fars, Reaching is like Now for your reward Your eternal reward yeah. And drops him down <laughs> That would be lovely The diamond
0: in the rough Buries him in gold yeah. yeah Okay Lord Neverember, The Galt Neverember, Turns towards his The mayor of never A man A dwarf man named Soman Galt With the sunken Dark circled eyes And black robe And the dwarf comes over looks at the map and reads to it for a few minutes. This further confirms my intel, Lord Protector. The dwarves have found it. The seekers at this very moment are gathering forces to claim it as we speak. But do not worry, Lord Protector. We have a powerful asset in our favour. The door opens. Once more. Stepping in this time is a blonde female dwarf in clerical robes, the symbol of Beranar emblazoned on the front. She bows and speaks Greetings, Lord Protector. I am Gladys Gomel. How may I be of service? You bitch. And we fade out. <gasps>
1: oh my god.
0: <laughs> she was his fucking pet. Well, she was we g-
1: fade out. Yeah, but how is she riding them? She's a triple agent. No, no. She- a triple agent? Holy shit. How is she riding the fucking. No, I'm pretty sure the aberrants were using her to con Never Amber. Because otherwise, why don't you try to ride one of them off?
0: This is too. Labra comes out of the Hall of Justice, where waiting in the main hall is a human woman
2: with auburn hair, reddish hair. Josh, who is this person? This is the druid Eliza, and she is seen with some plant-based material type scale male, sort of like lots of thorns that are grouped together, um, very solid looking. And she has this rather large robing that's tied around the waist with a backpack over her she kind of turns to Labra how did it go?
1: Uh, uh, as far as I can see without uh, upset as I think I agreed I will for, for uh, safely escorting me back to the city I will give you both a cut of the reward when it comes to me and uh, I need to get myself cleaned up first and then I suppose it's Wildwoods. Yeah. At the mention of that, a tall
0: regal elf stands and addresses that question
2: Who Ugh who
3: sure oh, it's
2: me your favourite character Burning Hands immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he say that? <laughs> Who's he talking to?
3: Instead of the the bright golden blonde hair and yellowish skin and golden look to him, It's been traded off for uh, more greens. So his hair is gone from a blonde to almost like a forest green. His skin has got like an olive hue to it. Um, His armor is... Strangely, the leaves have gone from bright yellow to a soft, thick green on his armor. And you've also noticed he's mellowed out way too much. He didn't sound very mellow. He's gone back to more of a less of a dick and more of this sort of drunken festive sort of fellow as failure is in his spring form
2: say failure failure
0: labra sighs at the sound of his voice and you explain that you have some hours to kill and you maybe perhaps go and have a A wash and a clean, perhaps.
1: Yes. Labrecavurge stumbled his way grottily through life as though chased by a hellhound biting at his heels. That had ever been his way. But now it was time for him to become presentable again. Make proud the house of Cavourge. Time to wax the moustache. Time to curl the hair with irons. Press the cuffs, polish the buttons, blush the cheeks. Anybody else might have thought he was overdressed, but not to him. He had chosen for himself a leaf-green coat with silver buttons. No more red for him, no more gold. These colours reminded him of fire and reminded him of hell. He also wore a pair of blue and green striped stockings and a fine, fine hat with a great white feather. Even a pair of high-heeled boots that wouldn't suit for travelling in the least. And a silver-headed walking stick, a sort of parody of an out-of-date Waterdeep style, barely remembered. Then he commissioned a portrait to be made of himself, "'The discoverer of Gauntlegrim, it said beneath. He had the artist accentuate the fine curls of his black hair and hide those that had turned grey from stress, but the painter couldn't avoid the nervous twitch that was stamped on the face of Labra Cavourge. With the portrait wrapped up under one arm and the walking stick in the other hand, Labra at last emerged from his indulgence. "'Now then!' Failer, Eliza, he said, dancing a practice waltz on the cobbles and checking a brand new silver watch he had bought and a twinkling chain. He sniffed as he gazed down at the delicate thing in his fingers. Unless either of you are also wanting a haircut and a wash? Uh, We had best be off. He snapped the watch shut and waved his handkerchief. Farewell, mad city, farewell. He chuckled nervously. And in darkness, something else chuckled. Something he just barely drowned out.
0: If you believe the city is bad, wait until you come into the fair wild, friend. So I, I believe it sounds like you spend a few days in the city. After you pick up the gold, you commission the painting, Eliza, you do any errands and you have in Neverwinter? You didn't have much. Yeah, uh,
3: there was
2: uh, one thing which was to pass on some messages to a cleric that was a friend of Kabias. This was a... Oh, yes. You were given something to pass
0: on. Yeah, I can't actually remember what it was. The peacock feather, I believe. A symbol or something. A oh, token. Oh,
2: yeah. So, that, yeah, given that as far as communication goes, but I I thought I gave her something else to pass on, but it I can't actually remember.
0: Anyhow, you spend a few days of recovery. You have travelled quite far. You went through the mountain. You battled fire creatures and stragglers and of Gomoth's army, but you made it safely and quickly back to Neverwinter. You are all recovered. And then. The scene changes. You hear rumours in the city that the wolves have found Gauntelgrim. And also you hear conflicting rumours that Neverember found Gauntelgrim. And that there was some sort of movements within the city. It was all bustling, maybe under the surface. Maybe it wasn't quite on the street. In the underbelly was a rumour. And with a promise from Fela to aid him in his quest to remove his dark curse, and for Eliza to travel into the Feywild and commune with the Eladrin, the small party sets off from the city towards the Neverwinter Woods.
3: Count the figures, can the teeth, do not make deals until you have passed it through me. Noted.
1: I'm unlikely to do something as foolish as I did before.
3: And for God's sakes, whatever you do, keep it in your pants.
1: I fear you've misjudged what sort of man I am, (laughs) Fela.
3: But I've met many a man. There is a reason why there is half people in this world. And they are all half human, am I correct?
1: Perhaps. Uh, Eliza, my dear, um, is is the path safe ahead? I mean, you're, you're the one that's knowledgeable of nature. What can we await in these woods?
0: You travel through the woods when you came back from Mount Hope, now, so you know. Okay. but it's more Fela who
2: is leading you.
1: I just wanted place. to involve him. <laughs> <Yeah>, you're
0: right.
2: <laughs> Are we going back to where Fela came to to this plane I mean, we, from? We both know where this portal is
3: that we're going yeah.
2: to. Yeah. All right. Here we go.
3: You know the outside woods better than I would.
0: Yeah, Fela just gets you in there without being shot to pieces. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Hello, my friends. <laughs> it is me, Fela. I've returned with party into.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> no. All of the other- <laughs> yeah. They all slap themselves <laughs> yeah. in the face. None of them have French accents. <laughs> all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Good heavens, chap. Okay. Stop
0: it. <laughs> the small party sets off from the city towards the Neverwinter Woods. And deep within, they travel to the ruins of the Aladrin city of Sharandah. Do not
3: touch that. Stay away from that. Don't step on that. It's just so pretty. Oh. Sorry.
1: Uh, it's crawling on me. <laughs> don't
0: don't smack it. Good slapdick. Here we go. A few ruins are not as tattered as the rest. You begin to see signs of repair. Rotted portions of flooring and broken bridges have recently been replaced. Even windows have been installed within some of the stone buildings. Arrows suddenly strike the ground. Failer holds up his hands in greeting. It is me, Fela, your favourite character <laughs> Do not shoot You hear a groan As out of the buildings step other Aladrin. They laugh and they greet Fela And do it. welcome him back Before leading Welcome, you, They welcome you back Fela.
3: I, How do they welcome me?
0: Yes, hello Fela You are back again, I see Yes, it is me We never thought you... We thought you were gone for a long time. What a joyous occasion it is for you to return so soon.
3: Ah, thank you, my friends.
0: And you have friends with you? Yes, yes, I do. We are off to see the Queen. Yes, Merisara is here. I will take you to her. They lead you to meet their their leader. The Fey Knight, Merisara Winterwhite. You see this regal, tall, eladrin woman in sort of a... What's it called? What's the season? Summery season. Or autumn. Let's say she's in autumn, so yeah. she's a bit more reserved.
3: Yeah. Spring is cheerful. Yeah. Autumn is sort of normal to reserved. Yeah. I would Summer say. is angry. Winter is depressed.
1: Sure. I say, I wonder if there's a place in here to buy a colour changing coat. I feel like I'm going to be out of fashion very soon.
3: Yes, now you've got the spirit, friends. Yeah.
0: Well, I can see the appeal, actually. Fela, you talk to Mary Sarah of Labra's curse. And after some time in communion, she urges you to visit their spiritual leader, Ademius Threedorn, in New Sharandah. Shortly, you are led to a large oak tree. A hole wide enough for a small wagon to pass through it within its trunk is awe-inspiring, this massive tree you see. Mary Sara gestures towards and speaks. You are all invited to New Sharandah, friends. Step through the portal, Adimos. Three dawn will be eager to meet you.
1: What do you say? This is one small step for a cavouge, one giant leap for Labra.
3: Just remember what I thought about keeping it in your pants. Nothing is forgiving on this
0: side of the forest. And lastly, Eliza, as you step through this portal to the Feywild. Oh, she just steps through. She's here for help And the party disappears And we fade out
3: Is this Eliza's first time in the Feywild as well? No No No. Okay
2: it's Not her first rodeo as they say No No she she guards a gate And you kept saying that she worked for the queen And she was like Well no not really
3: No Because I knew she guarded the gate But I didn't know if she ever went through the gate Different gates
2: Yes All Mm. over the place Yeah there's a bunch of different ones Yeah
0: this is the one in the Neverinter region.
2: Yeah, if it was the gate that she guards, then we would have um, been able to visit her husband and children. Oh, yes. that would have been cute. Yeah. Anyway, that's on the way. As we'll show, sure, we will close the page on those characters as they
0: fade off into the Feywild onto a whole other adventure. So
3: you all get to meet Fela's wife.
2: Poor <laughs> woman. <laughs> well, Fael Faelor, Faelor, where have you been? Where have you been? It's just
3: an oak. <laughs> What? <laughs> no,
1: it's not an ogre. Uh, it's a cyclops there, Faye. <laughs> See you guys in five years for campaign two. Campaign two. Into right. the
3: fucking Faye world.
0: Just before we leave Neverwinter, we change.
3: Oh, yeah, coal and pebbles.
0: No, fuck them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're not important. God, it's been so long since I've seen place that isn't underground. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is green shit.
0: <laughs> There's trees. Hold on. No one told me there was trees in this campaign. The scene fades out, and we, just before we move on from Neverwinter, we pass back, and the scene flies over the city and travels over the docks. And we see a man in a traveler's cloak speaking with a captain of a ship. He holds out a small gem deftly within his dark fingers, The captain says, A fine payment? Where is it you wish to go? The traveler speaks beneath his hood. Anywhere but here, captain. Anywhere but here. (laughs) And we fade out. And we see Zidane boarding a ship and sailing off into the distance.
3: Ark wanted to keep Zidane alive so he could have an end with the Ashmadai later. And Zidane just fucked off. <laughs> like
0: that. If only someone
1: would take me to the farewell to get rid of my curse.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, Z- I don't know if he got this intention, but Zidane was fed up mm. and ready to ditch the Ashmadai for good mm. after spending that horrible month and more within that cavern. You do not see his other companions, but he is alone. Perhaps he knifed them in the back and took the small cache of gems. And gold.
1: Based to Zidane. Based. The giant
0: slayer. The giant killer, yeah. Zidane, giant slayer, leaves and goes off on another journey.
1: Did I ever tell you I once slit the throat of a fire giant?
0: (laughs) He stands on the deck of the ship. Did I ever tell you I slit the throat of a fire giant? Let me tell you, gather round. And we fade out.
3: He's going to cut out you saying that to make it sound like that he came up with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love you, Zidane. (laughs) Top tier NPC. Fucking best.
0: And then... Next to Gavel.
1: We fade out.
0: Current date. 22nd of Hammer. 1480 DR. Deep within the city of Gauntgrim's burning heart, the source of Magera's power, the heroes Fintok, Kobayus, Anastasia, along with their... Dr- and Kresis, Along with their Duragar companion <laughs> Maximus, are reveling in their victory against the Mind Flayers. Man, I'm so glad I was included in that. And the terrible agent of the Abolethic Sovereignty. They absorb the powers of Megara and then use it to rebuild the city. Yes. They slaughter millions of dwarves just to hold
3: the
1: city down. Ventok laughs the whole time. Yeah, it's just a close-up of him standing <laughs> on top of a <laughs> cigarette.
0: Yeah, everyone, you've seen the ending image. I'm sure you all had a chuckle.
1: I don't I think sure that's going to be the actual final cover, is it? It's
0: <laughs> just, just a little peaty in it. Well, unless we do covers for the epilogue. What? I, I'm not going to draw
1: that as the final episode Why of the not? show. Why Fentoc- naked Fentoc- on a, Fentoc- a ziggurat. naked on a ziggurat. Yeah. No, it's serious. <laughs> this is a serious campaign. Okay, it the is. The ending is just... a <laughs> ass on a cigarette. All right. Time begins
0: to pass as you recover from the events since the 22 days of first entering the city gates. I went back and calculated it. From when you put your hands on the gates for the first time, 22 days passed under the mountain. How do you feel about that?
1: That was a long month.
0: It was. Almost a month.
1: It's probably approximately how much time we actually spent playing the game.
0: Mm. Mm. You mean in 24-hour blocks? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. You work with the dwarves to clear away any remaining aberrant threat within the Great Forge and you soon reconnect with the others in the Tabernacle. You of course know the wounded went there as well as Verg to wait out your assault and they are very pleased that you survived. You fortify two positions and for the first time in a long time you begin to feel safe and you rest easy. For the first time in what seems like in years. Cresus, you do not hear the music of the choir. The Aberlethic sovereignty's sympathy, is a The Abilethic Sovereignty's symphony of madness seems to have lost its strength for now. Anastasia stays in contact with Magritte, back in Neverwinter, who, along with the recovered seekers of the way, are making plans to meet you all in Gauntelgrim. She relays that the whole city of Neverwinter is abuzz with the discovery of Gauntelgrim, with Digolt Neverember claiming to have been instrumental in its finding. Jiraiya is in contact with Euchabias, and rather regular as he is casting Sending to you, and he relays that the Watchers are taking a keen interest in the current situation and await your final, your full report in detail, when you return to Neverwinter. As these days are going on, do you guys want to discuss anything? Talk to each other? How do you want to pass the time? I've got, I've got a bit of time passed here.
3: With the, with the forge re-in- reactivated, yes. can Krezis ask for something? Who are you asking? Uh, a smith. Someone that would build something.
0: Well, there's not many smiths because the workers and the craftsmen didn't come. Yes. They're coming soon, though, if you want to wait for them. Magritt is on the way. Sure, okay. It will right. take about 10 to 11 days. What? How are
1: you? Yes. <coughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. Who
1: is this ugly person?
0: <laughs> okay, let's, let's pass. Where was the human? The human was pretty. So after two 10 days, Magritt and a party of seekers reach the gates of Gondgrim. They signal their arrival. And you all, do you all go out and welcome them? Yeah. Yeah. So you travel back through the tabernacle, you go through the gatehouse, you see the, the big hole in the wall that the you now know the belay made has been
1: fixed. Yeah, that want to fail to classify. Yes.
0: And you make it to the western checkpoint. And surprising to you, the gates are already opened. And crowded around a dwarf group, Pintok, you spot a young dwarf named Walt. Beaming with pride, as other dwarves are patting him on the back. Remember, young Walt, the heir of Delzoon, that you played a prank on. I do. That you asked I to do. play a prank on.
1: That little guy. He helped me play a prank on Karen <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not Walt. Walt's they all know. They all know. But not waste not because his diamond helped bring you back to life. It, yeah. Yep. So Walt. Well, no, it was the
0: diamond of. There was a different diamond. There was a different diamond. Kozul's diamond. Because yeah. his diamond yeah. was three hundred. Yeah. You see Walt Who had opened the door Just when you see that Anastasia rushes past you all You see The bard Froget Grindelworm Grindelworn Who sang The Canticle Back in When you first met You see Hilda Pebbleview The old cook (gasps) The old cook The old cook The old old granny Hilda Anastasia rushes up Magrit It's so great to see you Yes Anastasia It's good to see you Anyway we have got business. <laughs> Lead us through. we've, we've been traveling. Anastasia's There's no time for formality. blown off <laughs> okay, by everyone. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's so good to see you. Yes, it's uh it's good to be here. It was a long travel, but we I must see it. Please. And it's about the most excited you've seen Magritte. And you escort the party back. <sighs> Magritte nods at at Kabayas she, she nods at you. Dog Bear? Hello. Well, I take it you've still got that old ring I gave you? Shall very much like to see it one more time.
2: I don't want any more Lord of the Rings references. Doug didn't know. Doug didn't know. You still got that old <laughs> ring I gave you? I fucking didn't know. What? <laughs> yes, and how did that... Th- uh, no, um, Magritte, remember you told us it would be destroyed when we used it, and it's gone now.
0: Oh, Yes a pity. A pity.
1: I would very much like to hold it one more time.
0: time.
2: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, she says, How about that uh and, uh, in Cut. the
1: fire, there uh, was the writing on Hang it. on, let me just pause for a second. Cool to the touch. I, I listened to the very first episode of the podcast the other day, mm. and in that very first episode, we're fucking about making jokes about the ring while Doug is totally oblivious. <laughs> and so we've now come full circle. <laughs> this is <laughs> the ring of feather for, yeah. Yeah, we're, we've officially come full circle to it being you, lines about a ring while Doug... <laughs> were you actually making Lord of the Rings reference straight over the top yes, of my head? Yes, at the very, very whole first episode, episode of the show. <laughs> yes.
0: Anyway, she she also mentions my old decanter of endless water. How's that been faring you, Kuvayas?
2: Bugbear. Well, it um, proves very useful, and we almost use it to save the city, in fact. That is good. Very powerful, that decanter. Very powerful. Yes. Anyway, onwards! And
0: you escort this party of about 20 to 30 dwarves, a bit of scouts who have recovered from their injuries with Magritte and Froget and Hilda and the smiths are returning. The younger folk as well are returning. The artisans. And they all begin, accommodations are made within the tabernacle and the ever-growing community of dwarves is growing within Gauntelgrim once again.
2: Oh, yeah, what um, yeah. What gold and riches and things, did, treasures did we... um? You found in those piles of treasure at least 100,000
0: gold and gems worth. Oh, yeah. And yes. it, the dwarves have brought it back and it is storing it within security, oh. within the tabernacle. Did we, did we not just take, like, fistfuls of diamonds and shit? Cause, uh... Cause, uh... Well, did you do it in between, inviting all the dwarves back in? Yes. yes, before they all came back in. Yes, well, you can steal as much. You can steal as you a few baubles if you like.
3: A couple of thousand yeah. gold yeah. worth of yeah. yeah. I'd do that. I'm a thief. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that.
0: You you steal just enough to keep you comfortable.
3: Me and Krez, the obvious.
1: Me mm. and Krez, being fellow rogues, we have a, we have <laughs> yeah. a fun time stuffing our treasure.
3: Like looking at it, being like, "Yeah, that one's good." <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll trade you this ruby for this stuff. I have done.
0: Another ten day passes. Then you get the call that the reinforcements from Mirabar have arrived at the gate.
3: In that ten days, yeah. did the craftsmen show up?
0: Yeah, the craftsmen from the Seekers and the yeah. Grid, definitely. Can I have requested sort of a half mask? You definitely can in those ten days, and then you craft this. What is it?
3: What, is, what do you want? It'll it'll cover the. Is it the left side of his face that's all fucked up? He wants a phantom yeah. of the opera mask. Yeah, a phantom of the opera mask, but instead of an eyeball, it's a symbol to. Um. um what a dwarven god?
2: Yes.
0: Moradin. Moradin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of an eyeball, it's like a like a round pendant with a Moradin symbol.
0: They can definitely make that for you. Magrit herself can make that for you. Hell yeah. Makes you look rather creepy, but it's less creepy than a gaping wound. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So these reinforcements arrive at the gate and Fintok, Kabias, Anastasia and Krezzus, you all pack your bags and get ready to leave back towards the gate and meet this group. But this time you won't be coming back With the dwarves and Magritte, you will be leaving for Neverwinter to return to see the sun once again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've thought about staying around, but I think... Yeah, you've spent about 30 days here. I can't stay underground, and I, I can only spend so much time with other dwarves before I don't get on too well with them. So, I need a break. I need to go back out into the sun.
0: So I'm loading up an old map of the Grand Fug. Cabin. crusty. Yeah. Fug, crusty, and Gladys are still there. <laughs> yeah. Maximus, Maximus, come with us.
3: Maximus, quick.
0: <laughs> okay, so this party has gone out. And joining you in this entourage to welcome the forces from Mirabar, from Conrad Braunanvil, the King, twelfth king, I believe, of Mithral Hall. I know I've said Banarak Braunanvil in the past, but that was his his father. No, that's my father. But the king hasn't come. It's, he's just sent his allied forces from Mirabar. He's the king of Mithril Hall, but allied with Mirabar. Obviously, they're the closest. They're in the crags to the north. When Cole Wallstrong and Pebble mm. were locked out, they traveled north through the crags to Mirabar to refuel, and we haven't seen them. So that's just where the location is. Anyway, Sisko and an escort of seeker scouts, along with Verg. And a contingent of troops. And finally Maximus. Follow you. And you see all these troops. These fine. Fully decked out. Battle dwarven warriors. With contingents of smiths. And craftsmen. Have just arrived. Displayed out. In front of you.
2: You're late. You're late.
0: Now <laughs>
1: took you long enough.
0: cresus you step forward and part the water. And this... Yeah, deluge. He's holding out his hand, everyone.
1: With the the
3: mask. With the the mask. The fan with the upper mask.
0: And Sisko and Verg gather around. Sisko talks to you. Well, the brothers, I guess it's farewell for now. I know you have your business in Neverwinter, and I will not hold you back any longer. We will let you go. I, I just want to say I can't thank you enough for what you did to the Dwarven people. Vintok, Kavias, Krezis. And you, Anastasia. You're all heroes to our people. And you will be honored. Properly
3: soon. If you're gonna build a statue. Make sure you get my good side.
1: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, ah, well. Cisco. It feels like it's been forever since I saw you... Killed by a salamander twice. You keep bringing that up. i have got very scarred recollection of that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, well, until you do something more exciting, that's what I'll remember about you. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm glad you made it out. I'm glad you made it out as well. We all, we all we're all, glad each, we're all
0: glad each other made it. We're all glad each other made it. are you glad you made it out? I mean, I was hoping for it, yeah. (laughs) Good, good. And Verg steps up. Yes, we're all glad. We're all glad you made it. And I know we've had some differences in the past between you all. But it is now resolved. And I formally invite you. We will call on you soon to return so we can honor you formally.
2: Now, um... If you wish. Might be worth pointing out that we were originally meant to find this place for Lord Neverender. What? It's the first time I'm hearing of this. Is it? But Is it the first time he's I hearing? I think it? it's the yeah. first time. Yeah. Yes, so you've we, told me that. We've told it to Magritte. Yes, at least. So, but uh, the, if news gets back that we were the ones that helped you, that might cause concern. Yeah. Magritte can relay that Neverember
0: is also claiming to have found it as well at the same time mm. because he had Labra return yeah. before at, at the same sort of time the Seekers did. So in the city, it's like, we found it. And the dwarves are like, no, we found it. And it's the political landscape is like that sort of turmoil going on. Yeah. Do we need to kill this Neverember
1: fellow?
2: I would hold off on that I wouldn't recommend of... it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just, just going to lie low for a bit.
3: I feel like it'd be easier, but sure. All right,
1: yes. Besides, I mean, I've got a big burn in half my face. I'm not easy to recognize.
0: Yeah, Magritte gives you instructions on who to see when you return to Neverwinter to get... Yeah. You'll be safe within the city. Should have gotten one of these. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not. Who gave away our, our house? It got firebombed, remember? Yeah. Julia said it got fireballed. Yeah, <laughs> who fireballed it? <laughs> the, the Saiyan orcs? Wizards. Oh, the Saiyan Wizards did ah. it. Ah. Yeah. Damn. And you'll probably hear more. They just from- went,
2: they just what? walked past with the uh, many arrow orc tribe and they're just like, oh, hey, hey guys, we're just going to we- go,
0: fireball! If you remember, <laughs> down in those sewers that you were traversing, mm-hmm. they were all riddling the place. They were underneath the district fully. I don't remember that.
3: They tracked Sebastian.
0: Well, I remember that because... I know
2: what they were doing down
0: there. Just because oh, Yeah, you know yeah, what
2: yeah. they were doing, but they were, we didn't have evidence of it, no.
0: No, you missed out on a Thaian encounter while you were in the sewers and oh. they're doing nefarious stuff. Ark Winterheart knows. Or yep. knew. Or yep. knew the Nashers were working with the Thaians on yes. certain things. Yes. So he knew. Oh, okay. I remember that, yes. Yeah. That Some was. key information. <laughs> this will all be... We'll, we, I can't
1: wait to talk about this. Because you've been end. spending I, yeah. four seasons dicking about with the dwarves instead <laughs> yeah, of doing a yeah. real job. Did I, yeah.
3: did I not mention the... I thought Ark mentioned that the I matches think were did. involved yeah. with the fans. Yeah, yeah, I think you
4: did.
0: You mentioned that when you came into the... the when you yeah. first met the party. Because that was yeah. the whole reason why I was yeah, so not there. on pod.
3: Yeah. Not on pod, but that was the reason why I joined the party as Ark.
0: Maximus walks up, fully decked out, in his finery he's been able to keep some of the items especially obviously not the, the plus two longsword that you have hmm. he obviously gave that back but the other artifacts specifically the ones owned by the Duragar, were given back as a sign of of thank you for hmm. helping because the duergar without the duergar this would not have been possible yeah
1: I'm going to be furious if the dwarves try to shaft them yeah
0: and you were, you were probably instrumental in the further council meetings over the last 20 days mm. about what was happening. And Maximus comes up. Maximus? Yes, Krasus, you blue bastard.
3: Maybe don't wear their religious icons of their former dead priest in front of them. I'm not wearing that thing. I wasn't wearing
0: that thing in the end battle. Yeah, he didn't say he was wearing it. I thought I was, he was wearing. Was he not wearing He chose wearing not to. The, oh. He chose to wear the adamantine armor of the, the warriors. Okay. So they're not. Because he, he
3: said it was all the stuff we gave him. I'm like, didn't we give him like a religious
0: item? Yes. When your when the discussions with Maximus and Yuri, the negotiations negotiations are being made, it was brought up who keeps the hellthorn, and an agreement was reached that you would throw it into the lava. Yeah, and
1: get rid of it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Feed it to Magera. <laughs> yeah. Feed it to Magera. What and could
3: go wrong? Destroy it! <laughs> throw it into the fire!
1: <laughs> no, no, no!
0: I got that one. <laughs> good, good, good. Maximus says, "Well, I must say, I, I won't be here when you return. If you return, I'm. It's time I go back and followed my people. There is much work to be done. Where will they go, Yuri?" And the other Durigar, we are gathering our things and we, are uh, will leave down the darkened way back to our home.
3: Maxus, this is a golden opportunity to let the Durigar and the dwarves finally create an alliance.
1: <laughs> why, why leave? Good luck with that.
0: Why not try? The olive branch has been broached. We will return in time, but we must... Deal with our own politics first. Well, good luck. But other diplomats more skilled than I can do it. I need to return to my, my family if they are still alive. That's why I took this job anyway in the mines. Mm. I was sen- got to send my gold back. Yeah, he's, he's FIFO. Yeah. <laughs> but I have, I have not come out all bad from this situation. And he pats a large pouch of gold.
1: Maximus, I wish you the very best of luck.
0: And he holds out his hand with his one arm, his bicep bulging, his clothes fell off. And he shakes the the hand of Fintok in real life. And he nods his head to Caballus. And he looks at you, Krez. It was
3: such a magical moment. Both the shirts
0: exploded off your torso. <laughs> yeah. Like Full Mellow Alchemist. Yes. My, I, don't yeah. like, my, <laughs> I don't have
1: a good body. <laughs> yeah. Dog's like As we found scrawny. out in the Ziggurat pick. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you drew him fat. He's like scrawny. He's a scrawny uh, orc. Uh,
0: Everyone, I drew a nice comical picture of naked Fintock upon the Ziggurat. Yeah. And it, I might release it.
1: It was based on a Homer Simpson. Yeah. So it was like Homer Simpson naked. King Homer.
0: King Homer the Golden King Homer.
1: Yeah.
0: And he looks at you, Krez's. And just slaps you on the arm. Ow. Yep. Oh, Yep. Ah, you blue bastard. You really came through to us in the end.
3: I thought I was going to die again. So
0: We know. got those squid bastards for real oh, this time. We fucking
3: did, didn't we? Because
0: you share. You and Maximus share a little connection that you were both thralls, slaves. slaves yeah. and,
3: They're not going to enslave you again. Oh, I don't count on it. Yeah, Don't think twice about fucking with us. If they ever come back here, you give them hell.
0: I will. Yeah. And he steps back. And as you're gathering to leave and head out, Anastasia...
2: Oh, what do I have to roll to not get the Spell Plague a second time? (laughs) Well. Didn't we already do that? Something
3: similar?
0: The reason why I didn't bring it up is that you may have very well all got the Spell Plague. However,
2: the raiments of Dulan, the diamond dust... Oh, hang on, no, we smothered ourselves in the stuff that cures diseases. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, That too. Yeah, you would have cured whatever remnants that came up. Otherwise, I
1: would still not be breathing. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Imagine being cured of the spell play. How nice would that be? Yeah. Instantly cured. Lol. (laughs) So everyone minus some cream Mm. from your stores of tea, cream, oil of oil.
2: Yeah, we already did that. Yeah.
0: So. There was so much of it. Anastasia walks up to you and says, well, I'm not going back with you. I wish you all the best. Pintok, you are, I admire you so much, and I'm glad I was able to join you on this quest. Gabyas, I hope you find your family, and I thank you for returning our home to ours. And Kresos, I hope you find peace as the darkness has fallen from this place. I hope you're able to find what's left of your family as well. You
3: know, Anne, you said before you were worried they were going to abuse the Forge. Yes. I'm going to go back and speak with our brotherhood. Why not come with? The
0: brotherhood that has been destroyed for the past hundred years. Well, look, I think I, times have changed, Cresus. I, 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 you might find Luskin a different place from when you
2: left it.
3: That is... Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: right, well.
3: <laughs> well, We'll talk about this some later. <laughs> My entire civilization he has told been told me. To he, from, he told
1: me yesterday.
0: You know, I knew. <laughs> the, the Doug the player knew this fact. Kresis, the character, yeah. did not. Well, it's a hint on what Cresus plans to do when mm. you get
1: out. Well, Anastasia, when they call us back to do these fantastic accolades, I'm sure I'll see you again.
0: Of course, we will meet again soon, I hope. Mm. Preparations will be made, and of course, yes, we'll all see each other again soon.
3: Sure, we're not going far.
0: Safe travels, and, uh, goodbye. And she steps back. Goodbye,
2: kid. What was that? Um, oh, sorry. Turns out. Turns back <laughs> again. Yeah. Goodbyes. Walks up to her, places a hand on the shoulder and looks her in the eyes and then looks at Fintock and says, you know, it's not love. It's just lust. <laughs> <laughs> I start
1: scratching my crotch. <laughs> Picking my ear. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she blushes and walks up. And we fade out.
1: Oh, is it time for the um, the Ark-Sydney tie-in? I don't believe so. Oh, yeah. okay. I think there's something we have to do. Oh.
0: Mm. Something we have to do.
1: Hmm. Uh, Josh knows what it is. Oh, wait. Is this what I think it is? Wait a minute.
0: You travel back south out of the Grand Cavern. You've got time. Take a little detour. Yeah, we've got detours to make, John. <gasps> and... You return to a lair of Carnithrax. Yes. And And there's no treasure (laughs) there. (laughs) As you approach, you step over the feeble remnants of kobolds. And as you enter this heated cavern where the lake spats you out, the kobolds, in a sorry state, scatter and hide. Scatter?
3: scatter yeah that's a
0: joke and you enter this large cavern you just see peeking in little tunnels and hidey holes the little beady eyes of kobold young and the feeble and those that did not go to fight and they give you a wide berth what the hell happened here Krezis this is the first time do you want to Fintok
2: and Kobayus you want to explain what happened here you know that dragon that we fought yeah this is where he lived
3: (sighs) Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is. Uh, we won't tell them. This is a great Christmas
0: present.
2: Um, will.
0: We... Oh. One thing that I should mention that we've talked about Ark's body you exhume, his mm-hmm. remains. Yes. Dignifiedly stuff them in the bag. <laughs> what do you do with the remains of Scat, who are buried next to Ark? Do you leave them in the cavern there?
3: I feel like that's a good place to bury him.
0: I,
2: I don't know very much about cobalt burial rites. Sure,
3: I'm pretty sure they just eat their dead.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> undignified, yes. Where's that lizard folk?
1: Just leave him on the like, leave him laying on the bank of the river, in like a nice little pose.
2: <laughs> I mean, we had him in a um, a stone can. that's a dignified
0: burial so you take Ark's remains and bring it back with you and unfortunately you don't find any gems or gold within this cavern there's no items there's no magical things unfortunately carnathrax had no time to go off adventuring as he passed his way through the seekers camp and killed swaths of dwarves i say
2: why even have a dragon yeah
0: josh (laughs) where's my dragon horde so i think you forget that this dragon was young and basically plunged into the... He yeah. sought the power of the elemental power of Magera. His treasures are not diamonds and jewels and weapons. And It's almost like it wasn't even a dragon at all.
1: Josh Straight. gave me a, 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 the office look. He just glanced <laughs> over at me like Jim.
0: <laughs>
1: so I'm sorry, Josh. There was,
0: no, there was never any treasure. The treasure was the power you gained along the way. We... He's very... He's, he's sour. Should we just kill some kobolds For all time <laughs> No <laughs> just goes rrr, rrr. No, 't like the youngling the Like the youngling scene No The sand people scene yeah. He just goes bzz, 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 With his staff
2: I like this idea With his
0: fire blade Of Asmodeus
3: yeah, not my, just, Here's my not red
2: lightsaber just, Not
1: just the men scat? But the women and children what too you cared <laughs> yeah. Not just thin the men You've become a but but supposed, the women and children. Too. You become the thing you sought to destroy most. With Kilgrax. You no know, Kiligrat. We find the Kilgrax has come back and killed them all. <laughs> yeah, they're all dead.
3: It's over, Kupidakin.
1: <laughs> Kupikarin. Oh, Kobe. God. <laughs> Good times.
2: Kobe, won Kidobi. and we fade out. Yeah, Kobias makes his way back by running along the edge of the wall, along the lake, the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. distance. <laughs> you accidentally stop moving and
0: plunge
1: into the lava. <laughs> it's not lava. It's elemental fire.
3: It's, yes, it's liquid flame. <gasps> Elmo. Oh! oh the f- oh the, well, the sh- no,
0: just the, everyone describe what map I've pulled up.
1: The You've, first. The very first map. Well, for the podcast for anyway. The podcast, yeah. Yes. The cave with the great doors on the outside of Mount Horet now where we fought the um the shades. Like Inom- inominous and uh Inom- Sorin.
3: We can tell because Elmo's on the map. You guys remember Elmo? Fuck, that's a shout back.
1: Yeah. I was like, Scott, did Andrew tell you? No. <laughs> you
3: just, did Andrew tell you? We just executed him. And then
1: Josh him. was like, I shoot him with <laughs> bolt. Why? <laughs> He's tied up on the ground. Oh, I thought he was like charmed.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I, so I just, I thought that's what I was told. I shoot was, him in
1: the knee. I shoot him
2: yeah. Up. That's what I wanted to do. I was just like some sort of like, because if you just inflict a, a point of, of damage, yeah. it's meant to break a charm. No, he was chained. Chained was the word. That
3: was like when I punched in the Hell Comes Glittering and I punched her in the face because I didn't want to stab you because it's sneak
0: attack. Yeah. So FinTok, you know you're approaching the very first time you well, you've entered this mountain once before, but certainly the very first time coming to your quest. This was almost like
1: the the fight we had here and the and the the discussion we had with Sorin afterwards was almost like foreshadowing to the Corthus hmm. interrogation. And uh I can almost hear my own voice echoing in this cavern, saying, You're right! It won't be Lord Neverember that claims Garnelgrim! It'll be me!
0: (laughs) And for the first time in months, you see the sun, and the smell of fresh air, wafting, howling through this entryway of the old dwarven statues. It hits your face, Kibias, and ruffles through your fur, and you close your eyes... It's like Fallout 3 when you
3: first time you leave the vault. and You see the sun for the first time and it's like just blinding bright.
1: What do you do? I have to resist tearing all my clothes off and running out naked again. <laughs> Rolling in the dirt.
3: I want to see if I can see the ocean.
1: I've taken the first step enough times, Gabyas. Why don't you take the last step out?
2: What are you trying to say? I've taken the first step plenty.
1: Well, through these doors... It's been sure. me a lot of the time.
2: Sure, and uh, the ah, belt—sweeter than I remember. You coming, or <laughs>
3: you all walk out? I suppose. Krezus,
0: this is the first time you've seen the sun in a <laughs> hundred or seventy odd years. I just
3: look up and I just go, man, the spells—they don't do it justice and he feels that, that heat and he closes his eyes and he just breathes deeply
0: and you just get a huge chunk of pollen that just goes straight in your face <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fintok is standing yeah, Chris has got
2: a, yeah. a, uh, an inherent uh, allergy, yeah, allergy because he hasn't uh, had uh, exposure to any
1: sort of yeah. natural Path- plant Path- matter pathogen, yeah. Yeah. hold on, I'm standing just on the cusp of the sunlight, I haven't walked into the sunbeam yet and I'm almost hesitant to walk out it's like it's like there's a part of me that knows that dwarves belong underground and I've been here so long and adjusted and I can almost feel like I'm being tugged back in there but I can't stay down here I can't stay in this world of quests, I have to go back to the real world so I finally step out into the sun squinting and the
0: scene fades out to white because it basically blinds you. <laughs> yeah. it's been a while.
2: <laughs> oh fuck! It. <laughs> it's fucking bright. Fading out to white just makes me think of when you lose a battle in Pokemon. Yeah, yeah.
0: We fade back in on the slopes of Mount Hope. Now you begin traveling down. As you start moving, you see storm clouds in the distance, and within a few hours, it begins to rain down upon you all.
3: Kresis just stands
0: there with his arms open wide, just feeling it. And you look up and you see the wyvern's roost where you, Fintok, Dariah, Ark, Kabyas, you travel to hunt
1: the wyvern. This is a good story, Kresis, actually. There was a wyvern up here. You ever fought one of those? A wyvern? Stinging tail, flapping wings. Don't think I have. Eggs. wonder if Dariah ever made some money off of those. Oh, yeah, we still have the scales. What the fuck happened
3: to the ring? Who's wearing the ring? A feather fall? Yeah. Oh,
1: mm,
2: you two.
3: I always thought it was Fintok. You guys sorted that out. It was Fintok yeah, was in the were, last battle. You you had it at one point, but then oh, Ark had, had, had it, and then... Ark had it, and then Ark died, and I thought Fintok was wearing it, but it just never got mentioned. We did
2: bring <laughs> it up, yeah, in the last few sessions. I just don't remember when. Oh, okay. Kabaeus, you, on the way
0: back down, a few days pass. And just before you leave the mountainous area, you lay upon yet another detour upon your fellow companions. Does anyone hear banjos? And you, you go to a little craggy area, winding through the rocks, just at the base of Mount
2: Now, This is more like the scene in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And they're like, Camelot! Camelot! And they're like, on second thoughts... Let's not go to Camelot. It is a silly place. It's a silly mm. place. It's only a model.
0: Tobias, <laughs> you lead Fintok, and Fintok knows what's happening. What do you talk to each other about?
1: You've kind of been evasive about some things. I can't tell what we're doing here. Hmm. What do you? you, you were, I mean, do you have any questions? Well, you were getting up on some weird stuff back in Neverwinter. You would go for like long periods of time and then come back. Sure. Any specific questions? What is this place?
0: Sooner or later, the large walls of this little ravine open up, and you see some sort of fortification burnt and smashed and open. You just see this shabbily built former fortification that blocked a sort of entryway into this open area.
3: Where the fuck are we? I
2: have no idea. Well,. You remember uh, there was a job involving goblins. They
1: were basically robbing people on the road. We, a, a, a very very long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I, we didn't do that job.
2: We went there, and you kept the lookout. Wait, no, I, I didn't. I didn't go. No, that was the other rogue that was lookout. That's not, that never joined the podcast. Yeah. Of, oh, yes. You know, babies. And Mister Flagon. No, oh,
1: uh, actually, sorry, it was another short rogue. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> you guys all look the same. Was it Filmy Flagon? Yes, yes, that oh, was that, him. That little prick. You well, uh,
2: you explore
0: more and you walk forwards and you see.
1: As we're walking, I'm yeah. just, like explaining. explaining... Like, well, you
2: know, um, I'm not sure if you noticed this, but I am in fact um, related to goblins, and the idea of no, no. Yes! dear god holy shit Uh, i always
3: wondered why you look goblin like
2: the uh the idea of me killing other goblins doesn't sit right and given my history of being redeemed by people i i liked to offer the same opportunity it's a long road a very very long road of teaching them a way to sustain themselves without causing trouble and raising suspicions. Uh,
1: Alright, that sounds naive of you, but I've known you long enough that I trust you.
2: Well, you have to try. There is no point in doing anything if you always expect it to fail.
3: That's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Remind me to tell you about the time I uh, housebroken Ogre.
1: She uh, became one of the best,
3: best damn crew members of my ship.
1: Was this like a time a 100 years ago when ogres were smarter? Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, house broke, boat broke. You boat broke. Uh, house
2: broke me, huh?
1: Am I gonna be your... Yeah, hang on. Yeah, he's a... Are
0: are, are ogres goblinoid? <laughs> Am I missing something here? So you you walk forward into this small encampment where a small group of six goblins became enamored with
2: Kabayas and saw him as his as their big boss. I don't know what happened last time. There were adventurers, and I had to broker some kind of peace. What did you say to Dib, Halfling Chua, the leader of this
0: small band of goblins?
2: I told him to keep a low profile, because yes. if he doesn't, this could cause more problems for them.
0: As you say that to Fintok and Krezis, you see this, this small pen where the animals were kept, the wolves you remember, you see it wrecked, disheveled.
3: Uh, pro tip to young players, they did not, they did not what keep, keep a low about? profile
0: No, all. they did not. And you travel into this small cave and you see signs of battle and hastily destroyed, disheveled items, scraps laid across the room. John is showing us an image of his character who is lovingly called Orc Piss. Orc Piss. I
3: forgot he had an emo fridge. Yeah.
0: And he is riding Grebe spider Bite who has transformed into a large spider. And we will show you. This has happened before the podcast, everyone. Thank you for indulging us on this little side quest. And, Kabias, you see the small body of a goblin skeleton laying on the ground.
2: Skeleton? It oh, hasn't been that
0: long. Long dead, picked apart by some sort of animal. It smells bad. There's bloodstains hmm. all around. But only one body that you
2: see. And the telltale signs are... Of who it was. You see a lot of tracks, humanoid,
1: mm. larger humanoid. Sh- I mean, like the skeleton. There's a haunted message coming from the wall that says, 50 gold and fuck your reputation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you knew the goblins, Dib, Halfling Chewer, Grack, the Human Killer, Grebe, Spider Bite, Luck of the Wolf Pack, Nurka, Orc Piss, Giant Slayer, and Slurts, Goblin Bane. Hmm. Had been discovered by only one human party and yes, you that think the, party was killed. You think the body is maybe a female, one of the females perhaps? Did you
3: fucking kill me?
0: Well, it was a 50-50 chance it's you. Yeah, there's two female goblins oh, out of them. Maybe you lucked out. I did, I, I 100% and lucked out. Nurka lays dead, but you do not know. You sighed to yourself and said, you told them to keep a low profile and this does not look like it's low profile. And you walk. You
2: walk out. Um, Any signs of which humans it was? You see humanoid tracks all over the place, but not individuals. Do they leave in a particular direction?
0: There's tracks in the ground still in the mud. It is raining. But there's less sign the further you go out because it's just washed away at this point.
2: Which way was it
0: going? Are you eating? You see, this, this is what we deal with, people in our relaxed attitude. <laughs> which way was it going? Forget it's a podcast. Which way was it going was the
2: original question.
0: Well, not the not where their footprints. The tracks which now have going? washed away. It's been months, right? Okay. So, yeah, any tracks that would have been here. There's tracks within the cave where it was sheltered from the elements, but as no. you walk out... And they don't look like soldier boots or anything like that. They look like civilian. Do they... Yeah, you see signs of boots and humanoid tracks, large like medium-sized humans, definitely. But after that, you see nothing. There's poop. It smells like human poop. No, it's long since. Months. And you travel another few days. You go through the woods once more. You begin to walk out into the fields surrounding Neverwinter. And within another three days, you see... The gates of Neverwinter City. The jewel of the north shines brightly on the plain. You see the ocean, Kresis. Through the trees, once you come out of the... Well, you would have seen it pretty high up, but now you see it even closer. You see the ocean. You can smell it on the wind.
3: He just stares out into the ocean, smelling the salt. You can even see the little ships coming into the Neverwinter harbour. He just thinks as he looks out there. I find them all. I find them all to
0: take him down and you make your way to the city you follow the directions of Magritte and the dwarves and you manage to enter through a side gate near the Black Lake district you bribe the correct guards and you make it into the city
2: I thought we were going to go in through the sewers you can do that
0: (laughs) but Magritte gave you instructions of what gate and what time you could go through if you want to do that or you can go through the sewers (laughs) <laughs>
3: just oh, pocket right. her
1: gold. I like this is like a video game where we're literally just going back through all the locations we went yeah. in reverse order.
0: Perhaps the first stop you go to when you enter the Black Lake District, you go south to the River District and go to a little house just to see. We were happy here for a while. You see this burnt out husk of a property that's just been fire bombed and I, destroyed.
2: Uh, I take it this was home. This was home. That sucks. Like some unknown forces decided to destroy everything that was good.
1: Not so unknown.
2: <laughs> well, we have
3: enough gold to buy one of the nicest houses in this shithole, so... We can't yeah. complain too hard. Sort
0: of. I'll put a pin in there. <laughs> put a pin in.
2: Yeah, but well, what do you know of shithole?
0: Yeah. I yeah. lived in a city full of them. So when you arrive, Cabayas, you get How, your... Price of house and land goes up quite yeah, significantly yeah, <laughs> over years. years, you know? But he's got a bank account. <laughs> yes. That's just gathering interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris,
3: this yeah. is just a fucking boomer. <laughs> well, I can't understand why you, why these houses are so expensive. Well, yeah. you just get an education. Yeah. And I didn't have to pay for mine. Yeah, yeah. Fuck! I had like three of investment properties back when I back when I was around. You could buy a house for a penny. Yeah, I had six wagons and a whole ass ship. What are you complaining
0: about? So, during this, during the. Your lesson of economics from Kresis, the 70-year-old oh. boomer. <laughs> you get ascending from Jiraiya. And it only goes to... Yeah, John is holding out his hands and looking towards the sky, but only Kabyas gets this... Mm. Greetings, Kabyas. I assume you're close by? And John is showing the, the original Season 1 image. Season... Zero, I should say, because this is the way we played before the official podcast started. And we see Jiraiya there, who was played by David. And he was a human cleric. He was half-elf cleric, of course. And a member of the Watchers, which is Kobayas' secret organisation. Kobayas, I hope your travels are well. I am staying at the Driftwood Tavern. Come and speak to Madame Rosine. And she will let you lead you to me. I await... Um, probably over 25 words, but he said in sending twice. I await you soon, friend. I like how you
3: said Driftwood Tavern and he just zooms into
0: the Moonstone.
3: Wrong tavern, John. It's a
0: trap. Wrong tavern. What <laughs> do you say to
2: the others? <laughs> it's enough. Put it away. Well, I guess we can't go back here. It's not really safe shelter-wise, but...
3: I don't even think <sighs> it's a shelter at this
1: point. No, I don't think Never Ember's going to be happy with us. We have to be. As part of the reply,
2: I'll yeah. just kind of say it. like, uh, Yeah, I wonder what happened to the others. Hmm. If only there was a report on such a matters. At least Gontu Grim is safe and we have much to discuss. And uh, I'll just say as part of this, like, I think we should head to and I'll just kind of say, oh, I think we should go to this place. Driftwood. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I await you. And within the hour, you approach this large tavern just near the docks. You know, just slightly to the north, you see the beach leviathan, which is the old ship that you stayed at from your first time in Neverwinter, the old sailors tavern that is the wreck of a ship that is marooned on the docks that was built and converted into a tavern.
1: That's where we got the Scales of Misjudgment quest. Yes, it is. That I wasn't able to go on.
0: And you enter this rather nice building, old, old Neverwinter, a classic staple of the town. And meeting place for the Grey Cloaks faction. Part of the Sons of Alagondar and the Nashers. Did I keep one of those stones? I think he did. He kept one of
3: the woe stones and he just yeah. had a woe stone on him the whole time.
0: And you are greeted by a, a large woman with older older wound with blonde hair. And she goes, Hello. You must be Kabaeus. We have been expecting you. And Fintok. And I'm sorry. And Guest.
2: Sorry, uh, I, I don't uh, know your name. I am Madame Rosine Rosine I see Sorry I forgot my own
0: name there But Usually I introduce all the time Jiraiya has been staying with us for A number of ten days Inside check Go for it
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna use my um Yeah I'm using digital my dice My digital dice because I don't have My dice out That's a right. l- lack of the clackety. I
3: have it
0: There's your clackety John has rolled for 17. you Seventeen Twelve she sounds like he, she's telling the truth. And just at that moment, Jiraiya walks out. Inside, shit <laughs> In his half-plate armor. No, no, he's, got, he's dressed down. He's got okay. his normal clothes on. Sure. Kobayus, it's good to meet you. <laughs> to meet you. No, me. sorry. See you. Hang on, let me do it again. Kobayus, it's good to see you in person. Finally. And he comes up and shakes it, your hand and gives you, you the... You fi- <laughs> see you in person. <laughs> okay. Again. Yes, it's uh, good to see you again. <laughs> I mean again, of course. We, we have much to talk about. I'm glad you're
2: glad you're safe. Absolutely. Is this
0: Kresis you told
2: me about? Yes, this is Kresis, and Fintok, I believe you've already, already well, of met. Of course, the hey, hero
1: of... Hey, Jiraiya. Hello. I'm going to quiz you. And then I'm going to say, in Dwarvish, you're a big asshole." Because remember, he, he was, I was teaching him Dwarvish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have studied well, friend. Please, please come in.
1: <laughs> I studied well.
3: <laughs>
2: he yeah, yeah, studied yeah.
0: well. He's testing. Oh, you attend.
2: You, i was oh, testing sorry, yeah. you. Oh yes. Uh, you study German language well. What would yeah. you say about my mother?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you failed. Close enough. Anyway, it's, it's all confusing because I have not. <laughs> this is not my character. And he leads you into the, yeah. the back rooms. We've got a fine room for you all. Please, please come, and you will stand alone in this. Wellly furnished room you see it's like a mishmash of old furniture good quality but nothing matches it looks like a like chest of drawers from a upmarket townhouse and then other standard bed well built but more you know less furnished and in the corner you see a little chest of drawers a bit unlike the rest as a large tongue flicks out And the drawers flap open. Ah! Holy shit! And it speaks. Karezus, you're taken aback by this. (laughs) Well, you're fine to make it back. It's good to see you. Sebastian?
2: Yes, it's me. Is that you, Fintok? It's me!
0: I have sailed up and down this fucking coast. (laughs) I have never seen a talking... You see this chest of drawers with teeth flap open its tongue and talk to (laughs) these people.
3: You know, you guys, like, we've been through some shit. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought I would have seen it all. What the fuck is that?
2: That's Sebastian.
3: Be polite. Don't just You can't just Okay, hi Sebastian. Hi. I'm Sebastian. Good to meet you Sebastian. Um What happened to you?
0: You oh. look like you fell down the mountain. What happened to you? You look like you stored my clothes. Ha 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 and the drawers flap open. You know, I forgot what this campaign
1: used to be like. <laughs>
0: That wyvern egg you gave me unfortunately became scrambled eggs when that fireball hit out. We escaped down the sewers, but unfortunately.
2: I would have thought fire would help it along.
0: <laughs> no, it's not a dragon, remember? It's a, it's it's a wyvern,
1: as they say. I understand Jasper didn't make it. No, of course, he was. Honestly, he didn't have much of a will to live. No, I mean, I, I tried so hard to try and keep that guy alive.
0: And Jiraiya says, Anyway, anyway, we have much to discuss. Much has been going on in Neverwinter. We have much work to do, Kabaez. I will confer with you now. Please, tell me everything.
3: I just want to put on pod, right? Just to put on record. It's all on pod. So, (laughs) around the time that Sebastian, Horatio, and all of them came to be, I bought my partner a teddy bear that I named Alfred. Keeping to the same theme... As all of these names, and I just hearing all these names again reminded me as to where the hell that name came from, Sebastian, and, and why the hell Alfred was the first name that came to my brain when I bought her this teddy bear.
0: Why? What's Alfred got to do with anything? Because it was
3: Sebastian, Horatio, Jasper, and then okay, I was
0: similar like, name, yeah. similar era of names. Yeah. Yes. So yes. you spend yeah. Tr- yeah the better part of days recounting your whole journey. And your trials and you and Jariah work diligently to prepare a comprehensive report to the watchers. Do you have in anything these, sorry? In these days, do these two put fillers out towards Sydney? They do indeed. You ask around and you asked Madame Rosine about you tell them about Ark mm. and you ask you don't want to blow their you don't want to blow the cover. But Ark's book, Ark's Journal, has talked about Madame Rosine. They worked for mm. her. You worked for the Grey Cloaks. You were a Grey Cloak. Your sister is with the Nashes, mm. the split faction, the more violent, political violent faction versus the more diplomatic version of the Sons of Alagondar. And she says yes to Kobayas and Fintok. We can, we can track her down. Just leave it with me and we'll come back. And over those days, what are you... This is your chance, Josh Kobayas, to report your findings to the Watchers. Your contact?
2: Yes. As he's uh, talking to Jiraiya, he'll say, One moment. And kind of goes out the door. Uh, Fintok. Yeah. Would you mind uh, coming in here for a moment? Sure. And he closes the door. Jiraiya, Fintok has been informed in full, as opposed to in part of what our organization is about as far as an initiate might go Pintok not sure if uh, you've had any thoughts uh, or have any thoughts on this but I would like to extend an invitation to you to become an initiate of the Watchers to have a purpose of life and use your talents in a way that can create great change much like we have in Gondalkrim. of course you are not obliged to take it on but if you do just know that I will be walking that shadowed journey with you
1: I've been thinking for a good long while about how I never expected to be where I am I could never square the two things. I'm a thief. Spent much of my time being a petty thief. I never thought I was destined to change the fate of anything. And yet... There is a city now where there wasn't one. And I thought... I'll never be the same again. But, uh... If one can... Sneak around... Like a spineless prick. And uh, still be doing the right thing. At least for a time. Maybe he should. I think I'm... qualified to try this as a career. So, seeing as I owe you quite a lot... (laughs) I'll walk the same road as you for a spell. Yes.
2: I should tell you that... Once you're in It's one of those Once you're in, you're in But, um Well, you know me As you've seen From my own Time in this city There is agency That you have I've done things That were of my own accord But it is one of those things Where it gives you a purpose
1: Well I can't promise you won't Eventually have to hunt me down and kill me for betraying my vows. <laughs> but, until then... Until then, we
2: have many people who have shared such similar origins to yourself. And so, Joraya, would you agree to his induction? I trust your judgment
0: in this matter. You have traveled with Fintok this whole time, and I trust you, Gavaius, of course. He will be inducted, formally. You will be responsible for him, of course, but... Of course.
2: Much as I've been responsible for you,
0: and you have not course, let I, me down. I think you're due for a,
2: overdue for a promotion after all this, I believe. So, the way this works, Fintock, is I will tell you some things. You will keep them to yourself. All right. You know of the things that are open to share. And then afterwards... We have an opportunity to offer our friend Cresus help if he wishes it. But as much of a friend as he is, there are some things that he is not ready to learn about us. What do you mean? Well, for a start, as you are now initiated to the Order of the Watchers, I present you Ranking of Shadow. This is my ranking, and this is also the ranking of Jiraiya for a time. A shadow is someone who leaves the tower. This is where we normally live and train and learn. A shadow acts only in the interest of balance. There is no power to be sought for you alone, but there are benefits that you may find along the way. I will present to you, and he will take out a black metallic feather, a symbol of our order. It is fairly unassuming, but it is symbolic of the delicate balance of things. It is a feather, but at the same time it sees everywhere it goes. And we do explain that such is the shadow of fate, and the fate of all shadows, to accept obscurity, but also to be a part of the winds of change in this land. Now, more questions may come, and more information will be given to you, but I'm glad you have accepted this. My mission here was to find out about Lord Neveremer, a new power had become too noticeable. I myself am the product of power unchecked, as a failure of my mentor. What happened to my village, a peaceful village. Not common, but a reality. We live as part of nature and obey its laws, and a nearby human citadel. ...had exchanged leaders as many do through the death of a parent and the rising of a son. And this son was unjust. He hoarded gold, fooled many other riches and left his people to starve and when they grew complacent, blamed us. Dolan... Uh, you spoke with him many times about his own purpose of leading the way you can see the traits of a true leader in him this was not evident obviously people got angry with us and they raided our village i was saved by someone named dolan dolan black where i get my name and he showed me these things He had originally recommended that we leave this new power alone. And learnt the hard way, as did I. That you cannot always leave things as they are. Sometimes you must act. Lord Neverember seems strong. He leads with strength. But I do not trust him. He keeps too much from his people. He deceives in his own way so we have choices we can leave it alone we can as our friend had put it kill him insert a new power of our own or we can bring someone who can act as a guide He will not know of their affiliation with us but over time they will build confidence in their own capability to advise and guide so that history will remember him for the right reasons. Alright. With that, I will be recommending that we bring someone in. The killing can be a backup plan. <laughs> but, um... That is what I plan on reporting. he's looking at Daria. I plan on reporting that there are too many power struggles happening right now. Gondgrim has been brought back to life, so to speak. There will be many powers to play looking to command that city and the powers that lie within. If the Galt Neverember were to die now, it would leave too big a vacuum in this city. And with the current power struggle happening in Grim, it would make things too unstable. The citizens would suffer. And perhaps even the people in neighboring villages, much like my village, had suffered. And this is why I'm making this recommendation. Jiraiya, you are to become an augury someday. And so with the knowledge that you hold and the knowledge that you seek, what are your recommendations? Do you accept or? I accept that we must take away support
0: that Neverember is trying to garner with the people. And I believe that the Grey Cloaks, their heart has a noble place. Hmm. And this sword, you have brought back the sword of Alagondar which has been confirmed from Madame Razine. And they are prepared to have a meeting with the sons of Alagondar about this. And Jiraiya, in accordance with the watchers has agreed to hand over the sword to support the Grey Cloaks.
2: If if they are strong enough and we decide to tip the balance it may prove useful as a Opposing force. A scapegoat of sorts. We do not need to draw our attention to ourselves as... Well, that is our way. And uh, he'll go to the door. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey Yeah. He's like one eye, <laughs> half open, drooling. Oh <laughs> uh, um, Yes? Your... Your history with... Uh, Those beasts, those aberrations. Yeah. What do you plan to do now, given you are free from them? I have
3: a lot to learn. I need to gather some intel. Uh, Uh, If the Brotherhood is fallen, I imagine there might be some issues with the High Captain, and my whole city is probably not the same city I'm going to go back to. My plan is to go back. I need to... To find out what happened to my... To my family. See what what's left of my family. If there's nothing left for me in, in Lachs, and I i do not know, but... If there's no high captains, if there's no brotherhood... I don't know what... Ruling power has over the city, but... That is a city that needs to be ruled. Interesting. If there's no high captains, then I'll propose myself as one. You can't let Luxen Rye unthroned. It's too lawless.
2: Some places are. Have you been to Luxon? Luskin. Luskin? I have not been to Luxon. <laughs> I haven't been to Luskin either. <laughs> Luskin is, uh...
3: It's a haven for... Thieves, beggars, cutthroats, pirates, the scum of scum. And there was a king of the scum.
2: Han Solo, captain of the Millennium Falcon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there was a king of the scum in the form of the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood has fallen. I can't imagine the, the five high captains would play nice with each other. I, I need to know what happened to them.
2: Well, uh, we have ways of finding information. We have ways of offering protection and influence. When I journey back, you can accompany me. In the meantime, you feel free to do what you must while we are here.
3: I need to know before I go, sure. I'm I'm sure I can gather that information here. But uh, I need to know what happened to my kin. While we negotiate... With the Grey Cloaks about this whole sword deal and fiasco and blah, 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 I will, uh, put forward, uh, Passage. Passage? Back to Luskin. Huh. My original plans was to take Anna with me and getting good with the Brotherhood, but that sounds like there is no Brotherhood to get into, so it's gonna be a hellhole. A hellhole that needs a king. Or a Captain. Well, whatever the hell you want to call whoever leads a group of people.
2: Well, I would suggest that you can come back with us first. We have resources that will allow you to avoid going in on your own unprepared again. If uh, you know what I mean. That would be very useful, yes. I'm not suggesting that it will be a city full of mind flayers. Um, no. But... Alone is not as good as, you know.
3: At least you know mind flayers are trying to kill you.
2: Cool. I'm happy with that.
3: I will come with you.
2: And we fade out.
0: <sighs> More days pass and this plan is taken into action. Madame Rosine, leader of the Grey Cloaks, calls a meeting with the Nashes. Their leader, Arlon Bladeshaper, the sons of Allegonda meet together in the old Kraken Society near the Never-Death Graveyard. Kraken. Yes. <laughs> they wear a symbol of the Kraken emblem. That if you do not wear, you will be attacked by this subterranean creature that lives. What well, Doug, the... Doug is holding up. I wasn't his told there was a of the Kraken.
1: I wasn't told there was a Kraken involved. <laughs>
0: Well, Madim braces yourself, and Fintok, you...
1: I, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Great clerks don't fuck around.
0: You have this meeting, and you, you present the sword to the sons of Alagondar, and they thank you greatly for your assistance, and this will go on to be given to the rightful heir. They have an heir of Alagondar themselves. A man, young man named Victor Waters, who will, they will dress up as the returning heir of Neverinter.
3: Ark tossed a coin. I tossed a coin with Ark, whether to go the heir route or the spy route. And I based Ark on a handful of different things. And I stuck to that. He's just a spy cog in the machine-esque aspect. But uh, there was there was some mum and are iron about making Ark a, a air as well.
0: So from that meeting you learn that Lord Neverember, angry at the bugbear and the little dwarf that he sent on the mission, they were to be arrested on sight if they were to venture into the protector's enclave. And most of the time you keep yourselves to the, the Black Lake District and the, maybe you go see the orcs in the river district. But you you can keep yourself to the docks area. You have no reason to go to the
2: protectors' enclave. No, but if I get a second level in Druid, I can shapeshift and then <laughs> <Sure>. knock around.
0: <laughs> level 11. So the political landscape begins to change and after a few days after that meeting, Madame Rosine comes up to you and tells you, Fintok and Kobayas, that she is tracked down ark's sister and she has arranged a meeting this very afternoon what do you do
1: we go to the meeting
0: you're led to a small house within the black lakes district abandoned but you are led there by members of the grey cloaks or the nashers really because the black lake district is where the nashers have moved in and a few young men lead you to this building and say She's in here. And they open the door for you. They pat you down for weapons, and you enter. And who do they see, Doug, waiting for them at a table? They see a, a younger woman, maybe
3: two, three, maybe years older than Ark. She has fiery red hair, like very deep red hair. The same eyes. You reckon she'd be, like, comely, but she's quite... Brawny, comely, comely. But she's very brawny, very sort of has that same face of Ark in the fact that you could do a lineup and every single person in the lineup could almost pass as the guy in the middle, which would be Ark. Same sort of features. Fintok
1: thinks she's The magic is gone. (laughs) She's not as attractive as Ark. Day
0: 43,
1: she's not attractive as Ark.
0: (laughs) She's very rugged, very... She's got a few
3: scars and battle wounds. And whereas Ark had more of a neutral expression, she's just got this expression of pissed off.
0: Perhaps pissed off, why is she meeting this bugbear and... Cheeky dwarf
3: Uh, uh, Sydney has many names One name she does not go by Is Sydney The fact a group of people Have called to her by her name Has put her Very much on edge
1: Fintok I'm Fintok Bronspine This is Kobayas Black We knew your brother London And We were there when he fell.
2: I will take the bag of holding. He he was a good friend as I take a body out of the bag. (laughs) Fucking shit.
0: It just slides out onto the wooden floor. The smell just permeating.
2: Are Are you doing this? Oh, yeah. I oh. had... You
0: could have crem- cremated him in the lava and brought back a small wooden box So with ashes many, in it. So many, well, I mean,
3: there are so it's many, it's many different things now, that we canon. could do. How many fucking plans... How many ideas that I have of, 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 of her... Did any of them include these pair just dropping Arks nope. body at her feet? Box this knife. is what happens.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is what happens. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I would have asked um, uh, uh, Jiraiya to use...
1: Gentle repose. Gentle repose.
2: It doesn't work like that. It can't it's restore the body. It's too late. <laughs> no, I wasn't <laughs> talking about restoring the body. It's fucking hell. I'm trying to say something. Um, shut up for a second. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I would have been using Druidcraft to make it smell different because you can use it to generate smells. Okay, so you get a linen-wrapped body. Yeah, and it would that be wrapped. smells
0: quite nice. Quite nice. nice.
2: Yeah. I didn't feel like it was our place to decide how to bury or I don't know what your family does for the dead but it seemed only right that you decide
0: it's him isn't it I'm assuming Fintock you've got the hat and cloak. yeah I was gonna say the burned cloak like,
1: The hat the cloak.
0: Yeah
2: And the hat And I, also I wasn't just dropping it out of the bag was, okay. There was no thunk <laughs> The bag was on the floor And I was like You're It's like a magician's trip Sliding the bag along Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I put the little hat on his chest
2: it's So insensitive <laughs> just holds it from a height Poof yeah, I hear children One second Oh yeah Fuck I have good hearing second. I hear the, the thud of
0: One second Don't eat Do not eat Fuck We're breaking in 10 minutes Alright Continue
3: God he's Really dead isn't he And you just see she's just That look of anger is sort of Dropped and her face is sort of Just Downcast
1: He died well He died bravely He was a good friend to us Sometimes he was really feckin' stupid, though. And I start to tell her the story of how we met him. And uh, I hand her the, the journal that he gave us.
3: Yeah, he was the smarter of the two of us, but uh, where he was smart in one way, he was not very bright in the other. Uh, you know, the last time I saw him, I looked at him and, and thought, man... I... I might have to kill him. And I'm sure he looked at me and thought the same. I... I wish he came with me. And I wish I could stay with him, but... I hear you guys found an heir. And I hear you... You have a way of doing this. Doing what? Taking him out taking out that bastard who rules this city where, always, where was
2: that brought up
1: it's, <laughs> she's, a she's, she's in Nasha she's in Nasha She's a lot of the, she, revolutionary terrorists yeah no,
2: what I'm yeah what I'm saying is when did we say that we have a way to kill him <laughs> not kill him take him
1: out yeah, like, yeah replace his replace like, take him
2: out <laughs> yeah if you
3: listen I always believed that killing him would be it Ark always believed that killing him was a stupid idea and that opposing him would be better. We had a difference of beliefs and I'm starting to think he was right. She just picks the hat up and puts it on her head and goes, I wonder if Rosa will take me in. I I spent so long... Going by many names. Angry at the fact that he decided to call me Floral the Dick. But, uh, I think it's time to stop. I, I think they're right. I think we can oppose him without killing him. Though, she looks down the body and just goes, I do want to kill someone for this.
2: Way ahead of you. We killed. We killed them. Right? They didn't escape.
1: Gomoth. No. No. The Drow. The drow, the drow yes. he, he shot them both. yeah, yeah. I avenged him. Yeah.
2: Entalkir sure. hmm. dealt the blow. End of those fucking lives.
0: What happened?
2: Well. And they tell yeah. them what happened, <laughs> and we fade out. You fade we fade out. out in the <laughs> by firelight.
0: <laughs> And maybe an hour later, you both walk out of the meeting and return back to the others. And it's not before long in the city of Neverwinter, where you are recalled back to a formal ceremony in Gauntlegrim. Do you accept?
1: I accept.
2: Uh, Sure, I'll go. I walk through the protector zone. <laughs> you get arrested and spend the rest of the time in jail. Nah, uh, I shadow
0: I shadow step <laughs> straight out <Okay>. of
3: there. <laughs> I cause a commotion.
0: Who would like to go back to Gauntlegrim for the formal yeah. presentation? Yeah, yeah,
2: I'll go back to Gauntlegrim. It's up to you. Sure. You don't have to.
0: Yeah.
2: And I bring Jiraiya because...
0: Oh, yes. Excellent. You bring Jiraiya and you pack. Has Chrysost learned enough... Oh yeah, you can learn everything about Luskin and the, the history and how the High Captains were dissolved and it's now a lawless town run by gangs and the dead rats that are infesting the sewers of this here Neverwinter come from Luskin itself. The evil were-rat gang now presides over most of Luskin.
3: Right, good to know. Okay, I'll go back go on to Gauntal room.
0: And you travel? Back with Jiraiya. Maybe Sebastian comes along with you in a little barrel on your back. I can hold stuff.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, hold, hold hold, this. And you just hear
0: a. Yeah,
2: as well, is it? You travel back through the
0: gates, and where you entered before, there are now armed guards. A guard post has been built into those doors, and you are welcomed. The dark tunnel that you went through before is now lit with sconces of flame <laughs> and where you ran through facing the fire creatures you are now escorted by dwarves through the former territory of gomoth back into gauntagrim the gates are there the lake a bridge has been built over the lake and instead of parting the sea you just comfortably
2: walk across oh, yeah. this see that wooden bridge
1: right up there i was <laughs>
2: yeah pointing to dryer, we just like kill six salamanders on the way through Golmoss territory yeah, yeah. and just go oh look, we, we've got some more scales we, we, need, we can just, build another boat let's make another boat
0: go for a swim and you make it back to the tabernacle within gormelgrim it has changed much since the short time you have been away before it was empty and cold it now bustles with activity and many of the statues and temples are being restored finally Within the plaza are a number of new statues in the process of being carved. You see the likeness of Gavel Jorgenheim, yeah. Paula Everforge, Doran Runebuckle, Vandra Hilborn, and of course, the hero, Corin Colin Hilborn. Hilborn. <laughs> <laughs> Below it, a golden plaque reads, The Seekers of the Way, The Honourable Fallen and a list of all the names of all the soldiers that have fallen in the battle to retake Goldogrim. Karan, you'll lose your face again one day. <laughs> and you, after a few days of rest, or maybe a day of rest, the ceremony is brought on by Virg Rockknocker, And he stands before a huge array of dwarves who have all come out within the tabernacle. I will bring out the map. And I will delete Gladys once again. <laughs> you
1: bugger <plug> off. <laughs>
3: Fuck you, Gladys. Fuck and you, Maximus.
0: Gladys. I stabbed her through the head.
3: What's yes. your name? Not even Gladys. The... Fuck and... you, Gladys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Verg's voice rings out into the echoing hall. Under the authority of Conrad Braunanvil, son of Banak Braunanvil, 12th king of Mithril Hall and leader of Clan Battlehammer, we honor the heroes of Gontogrím, Cobias Black, Fintok Bronzebein. Cresus, And of course Anastasia Rockwell And It's Dragonbane you asshole Dragonbane? Who's Dragonbane? You are Oh Cresus Cresus, <laughs> Dragonbane And of course Anastasia Rockwell And you all like the scene in Star Wars You are all presented With this medal of Moradin And you're just facing the rest of the dwarves Just shuffle up to Fintok and go
3: Do you reckon they'll kill us all if we declare you the king under the mountain right now here? Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, no, no, let's not.
0: We bestow upon you the title of Liberators of Gauntagrim. We offer you a fine estate within the tabernacle, along with an account of 10,000 gold pieces, each to be held in your name. May you live here in peace, or have somewhere
2: to stay whenever you have need. Please contact us within 30 days to set up a PIN number for <laughs> <Yes>. your account. <laughs> we th- just put
3: my arm around Verg and walk off and just go, so there's 10,000 gold. Can I cash that out now or is this
0: like a taxable thing? I'm still uh, appropriating. Still doing that. We thank you for your service for the dwarven people and the entire assembly. Cheer to the seekers of the way. The heroes, Fintok, Kobayus,
1: Anastasia, Cressus. An arc, and you just Fentok is, Fentok is just laughing because he's now standing before a massive crowd of dwarves that are cheering his name, right? And he's just going. <laughs> Kebayz leans
2: over to him and softly <laughs> says, "Like I said, power not sought, but there are benefits." <laughs> And we fade out.
0: Just as the song ends, we fade in after that scene within the Dwarven Tabernacle. Gauntlegrim is on the way to being restored. And we fade out and fade back in to Cresus, Cresus Dragonbane.
3: After saying his goodbyes, we cut to Krezis in a a sewer under the city of Neverwinter. A rat-faced man in one hand, a sword in the other, pressed up to his neck. After finishing and gathering the last of the intel he needs to know of the ruling were-rats of Luskin, he disposes of this person and moves on. His deal with the grey cloaks to supply transport to Luskin is all but assured and today is his final day in Neverwinter. He sets off, clean, fresh, looking the best he can for someone as disfigured and awful as he does. He pulls his hood up as he steps on past the game plank aboard a small little trading ship. As the ship sets off, he looks out to the ocean and All he can remember was just how easy those abalus fell. And how he dared them to attack. Again, ready for him. But they didn't. And his ride there was fairly easy. The crew left him alone, nobody wanting to talk to this hooded, terrifying presence in the corner. As this ship pulls up to Luskin, he looks at the city ahead. With one hand he holds a list of names given to him from torturing many a rat in a sewer. The other hand placed firmly on his scabbard. He steps off the ship into Luxon and six weeks go by. We cut to a blue-skinned elf with only one arm and equally as injured as our friend from before. This elf had heard many a rumour of a blue-skinned tiefling coming in and causing a ruckus, claiming himself High Captain of Luskin. He heard he set up in an old house, a house he is way too familiar with, and he decided it was time. He looked down at the boy next to him, a purple-skinned tiefling of lavender hue. The great-grandson of a, a man he held great deal to. He set off for this house. He passed many a happy tavern and knew many a great work. This tiefling only here for a month and a half, cleaning up much of the city and holding on to a district, a fact that was very rare in a city as untamed as this. He knocked on the door and a man opened it up. He stepped off and let them know who was, who was here at the door and was waved in shortly afterwards. The blue-skinned elf and the lavender-skinned tiefling stood before a man behind a desk looking down. The man looked up, one horned and half a mask, a strange little symbol on his left eye. Kralin knew instantly who this man was. The boy, however, did not. Who is that? That child? That is a dead man. A dead man who arised again. Your great grandpapa. That is Cresus. Cresus looks up at at the pair and smiles. A warm smile. And goes, Damn, I was wondering when you would show up. And that's what we'll cut away.
0: We fade out from that scene. Cresus reunited with his family under the watchful care of your former first mate, Craylin, who is an elf. Oh, sea elf. Sea elf, long lived, who took it upon himself to find and look after your children.
3: Mm -hmm. It was agreed upon.
0: Okay. Farewell, Kresis. Farewell, Kresis. Dragon's Bane. Aboleth. Slayer. Crazy Blue Bastard. Crazy Blue Bastard. We fade out from Kresis, and we focus in on the bugbear,
2: Kabyas. It's currently dark. There's very low visibility, and... We're on the edge of a forest. A cityscape lies before... and you can see the lights in windows of the people who are off to bed. Kind of off in the distance you see a flash of shadow. It disappears from one spot and appears in another and... If you weren't paying attention you'd just think it was your eyes playing tricks on you and... as it does in the, in the night we see that the large structure that's there there is candlelight at the very top and you see this figure climbing up the side of this tower running almost you see another smaller figure behind climbing up with rather gentle ease inside of that room at the very top is an older fellow, maybe Late forties. Huh. You'd think after all this time, something would catch up to us. What's that, dear? Uh, Nothing. I'm glad we enjoy the life we do. Yes, well, you've looked after our family. Often I feel for the people down there. There must be something we can do. Oh, yes. Yes I know what you mean my dear One day One day we'll do something right by them Alright I'll be back Momentarily I need to piss Darling that's very vulgar (laughs) You see him Leave the room and In the corridor A door opens and you see him exit through it and he makes his way to the lavatory it seems like most of the houses in this area would use just a chamber pot but being that this is the building where the lord of this city lives he can afford to have an actual toilet Well, he makes his way towards it and all of a sudden you see the candle lights along the sconces of the wall flicker and then snuff.
1: Ah, damn old things.
2: Guards, relight like the sconces. Silence. Guards. gods! You hear this loud whack. Like a stick hitting a watermelon or a coconut. Followed by a crack. Very close in succession. Ah! <sighs> He falls to the ground. Ugh, what is this? Hello. Who are you? You damn monster! Who are you? Shh. Gods, they can't hear you. What do you want? A long time ago, you would have met someone. His name was Dolan. That fool (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember You're his friend, aren't you? Yes, I am a friend of his He did right by me once Well, let me do right by you Leave Or die You see In the window Behind him Not sure that's quite in the cards for you And with that, the light in his eyes fade. Uh, Tear falls down the cheek of Kobayus' face. Alright, let's move the body, quick. They move him and in fact you see Kobayus casting magic. It heals the wound from the arrow. You wouldn't have noticed it at all, in fact. They clean the blood up. Prop him up on the toilet, slumped over, pants down, dead. They'll find him in the morning, I'm sure. Sooner, maybe even. What do we say? We say nothing. That's part of the job. This is quite close for you, isn't it? Yes, I was hesitant to take the job, but... Dolan knew I could handle it. It was his failure but he knew it was only right of course I did and they turn in the window and they both shocked, they didn't notice to be followed in their line of profession very rarely does someone else get the drop on them but it only makes sense that a mentor would you see a salt and pepper haired human in grey robes with black adornments and red beads similar to goodbyes you did good I'm I believe I made the right choice helping you all those years. Thank you. And talk. Grab the, uh... Grab the key from your side. What is it we needed with this anyway? Well, that's for me to... worry about. For now, you've done what you needed to. It's all. Yes, sir. They leave. And as... You see the human and the bugbear running down the side of the building and Pintok muttering to himself (laughs) having to climb down himself. Kabayah says to Dolan, there's somewhere I'd like to go. I figured as much. Kind of fade out of that scene and make your way almost, it's not quite sunrise, but you know that time when the sky is lighter before the sun comes up? Kind of like that. And they make their way in through the forest and come out to this outcrop that meets a broken down wall, burnt hut and a cave behind a destroyed garden beds. The place has been abandoned for years. Vintok <sighs> says, how long it been? Eight years. It's years since I've seen my home. He makes his way through to the main hut and looks at things, objects that most people would just see as destroyed artefacts, but he, as he runs his hand over them, they are familiar to him. This is his home. On his way out of the door, he looks at, and sees just above the doorframe a knot in twine, and and various other natural elements. doesn't remember this knot. It's in Druidic. It's um, the language of the Druids. It's very codified. And you can leave messages. This one says... Find me. Very... Peculiar... This, This is... This isn't right. We fade and we see that earlier another bugbear had been through here, a female, much similar age to Kobayus, similarly running her hands over things that she once knew to belong to her mother and father. You see her grab some of the bedding and weave it into the same knot. And leave it above the doorframe. Fades as though Khabibas is looking at a memory from the past. He sees through the door the rising of the sun. A new old day. Perhaps. Perhaps they're still alive. I can only hope. As they make their way away from the um. The village Dolan Kind of stops Listens Very familiar sighting For a lot of shadows As they receive sendings Well we've Got somewhere else to go Where? Well This is actually A very new endeavour Very rarely are we Tasked with starting A community That's not the right Right Look, you can join me if you like, however... I feel like you've got more pressing matters, more personal matters, but I will be here. He runs his hand down the map and shows past Waterdeep, out towards a peninsula to the south of Waterdeep. Around here. You meet me here, we'll have a lot of work to do. Just ask about the academy. And that's where we'll fade.
0: And we fade out. Doug raises a glass.
1: The cobiace. All right. Camisard Telethanacil was wrapped up in glinting spiked chains that dug into the flesh of her dark arms. "'Her head had been shaved, and she had been lashed, "'for the shame of cavorting with impure outsiders. "'She had been fleeing her own great-aunt, "'the Lady Sharachnith Tilatharasil. "'That bitch's enforcers had been chasing her for nearly ten years, "'but at last she had been recovered, "'and her aunt would not let her die. "'She merely kept her disobedient niece bound and weakened by poison. "'Kamasar had escaped and been recaptured several times "'over these last few months. "'Finally sick of it all, the Lady Sharachnith "'had elected to at last put her disobedient niece to death.' Camisard was dangling upside down over a great pit of spiders, their fangs dripping, held by her ankles, the chains wrapped hard around her, her blood dripping down and tempting the hideous beasts. When, all of a sudden, she heard two grunts, and from somewhere above, two guards fell at once, down past her into the pit. The spiders leapt upon them greedily and began wrapping them in their webs as the guards screamed and were then silenced. Camisard... One black eye, emaciated, her head shaved, glanced up her own bound body, and peered into the darkness of the ceiling. There was somebody standing there, on the ceiling, upside down. She squinted, not saying a word. "'Hello, darling,' he said, and began descending the chain. talk," she rasped, in complete disbelief. "'Do you remember the bet we had, Kamisad? You told me I'd die by fire and by water. You told me I'd be in a sea, and there would be tentacles.' The chain jangled as he made his way down. She laughed. "'I never forget when I see the future, Fintok. "'And I'm not so convinced I was wrong.' "'Well, you always were a stubborn one,' he grunted from exertion as he lowered himself. "'I think you're just a hallucination,' she said. "'Or perhaps you have at last become one of those ghosts you always prattled about.' "'If I'm a ghost, I have a sharp crossbow. "'I was lent it by a friend, you know, a master of shadows. "'I've killed many drow with this, some of them prettier than you.' "'He climbed down her body upside down and faced her, "'his legs locking around her waist. "'His beard was shaved now to mere stubble on his pointed chin, "'and his long black hair dangled, tendril dreadlocks like a squid. "'You look awful,' she said. "'You look like a dragon licked half your face off. "'I'm a ghost, remember?' he said, grinning. "'You don't look so nice yourself. "'Now, I don't suppose you have that five gold you owe me, "'for a false prediction?' she scoffed. "'Oh, well,' he said. "'I suppose it can't be helped.' He leaned in, whispering, You know, you always were a bit like a spiked chain in my life. Inches from her face, but he offered no kiss, and began climbing back up the chain, away from her. Fid talk, she shrieked. You disgusting little cretin, damn you! And then she felt a tug. Poised on the ceiling, he began reeling her up, arm over arm. Now, now, darling, keep your sweet talking for later. This isn't as easy as it looks. How are you doing that, she gasped. Potion of spider climb, he said. "'I've learned more than a few tricks since last we met.' She smiled. "'In his crypt laid the barren Trenjan Lake Sagongra. "'Fat and ancient he had died, with a decent fortune, "'having left the lives of those he touched "'mostly worse than when he had found them. "'He had spent some time as a bandit, it was said, "'a tradition on his side of the family. "'His bust smirked on the door to his tomb.' ruffle-collared, with a thin moustache, a large nose, and a cleft chin. Various treasures were set out, gathering dust. The grandson of the late Trenjan Lake Sagongra, young boy, was often made to sit in that tomb when he was punished for stealing from the kitchens or making mischief. That grandson reported, excitedly one early morning to the staff, that he had seen an odd pair breaking into the crypt. None of the gold was taken. Instead, the body of the late baron himself was what had gone missing." The voice description of the female grave robber was vague except that she was a drown, but the man he described in great detail. It matched the description of a most notorious felon who had plagued Neverwinter for many years, his long black dreadlocks, golden eyes, his dwarven stature but emaciated physique, and a great burn scar on the left side of his face. These all betrayed that it was the Ghost of Gauntlegrim, as he was known on the wanted posters. One Fintock bronze spine, the Ghost of Gauntlegrim. Supposedly a hero to the Dwarves, but who knew what they were sniffing. The oddest part of the desecration of Baron Trenjan's grave was that the gold wasn't taken. The second oddest part was that the boy reported that the thief, as he ran off with the body, cackled into the night and appeared to refer to the body as Jen Lake, talking to it as though the whole thing were no more than one big practical joke. Fintok laid back against his bedroll, gazing at the fire. The bones of his old mentor Jen Lake were crackling in the flames. ''Sorry about this, you old bastard,'' he muttered. ''I know how much you hated fire, but I'll tell you what. I faced my fear, and in the end, I was richer than you.'' In truth, he had done this in the hopes that maybe the old ghost of Jen Lake would appear indignant, blustering, or grinning, but he never did. Fintok looked beyond the indignant skull of that old blacked nobleman into the flames, remembering all the times it had been his enemy.'' "'He saw many things dancing in those flames, "'twisting salamanders, flapping mephits, "'stomping azers, bellowing giants, grinning dragons. "'His burn scars itched "'as the grimace of the fire-speaker stared back at him, "'and beyond, in the darkness of the woods, "'he could see more unspeakable things, aberrations. "'He remembered a simpler time "'when the thing he feared was ghosts beckoning him, "'but they never came. "'These days, he missed them. "'Those old dwarf lords, rotting in bone, "'rasping at him, come the Gauntlegrim, "'but now they were silent.' Camisard laid beside him asleep. He stayed awake as he always did, just in case he received a sending spell from his old friends. That little whisper in his ear. Because, of course, he had a duty now. If they asked it of him, the ghost of Gauntlegrim would fly across the land to them. That great shaggy bugbear, or that hideous scarred tiefling, come back from the grave twice over, or that wonderful dwarf girl. If they asked it of him, he would come. But content that this night was not the night... At last he slept in her arms and dreamt never more of the ghosts of Gauntlegrim.
0: Fine work.
2: Yeah, I like you calling yourself the ghost of Gauntle. Yeah, the ghost That's of cool. the ghost. I like that. I like that.
0: That's very cool. We cut to the slopes of Mount Hote now. To the east, a river flows out of a hole in the side of the mountain. The Neverwinter River. We see... Stepping out... Covered... In ash... And soot... In shining armour... The blue skin... Of a dragonborn. He sniffs the air... For the first time in months... And he looks towards the forest... And disappears within... Looking a necromancer, rumoured to be within. And he disappears. Elsewhere, we fade back in. We hear the rustling of leaves and the cracking of branches. A small figure moves through the forest. Behind it are five other figures, along with a scraggy young wolf. The small figure in front leads the group to a clearing, a ruined castle, its grounds taking up most of the area. The leader of this group, small group of green-skinned humanoids, turns and faces the others. Looks like we're in luck, you maggots. I've always wanted a castle. Then we fade out. That is the fate of the goblins, and we raise our glass. Woo! And that is the end of the campaign.
3: <clears throat> all right, that's not even seven o'clock yet.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, we've got, we've got, we've got to be meta about the rest of our time. Yeah, oh. ask all the questions,
0: and that everyone is the end of Ghosts of Gaunt Grim, four seasons. Yep. How do you feel? <laughs> You're okay. a bit anticlimactic. Your faces are a bit shocked. You're not quite up to us. Know it's, what to say?
3: I wouldn't say anticlimactic so much as it's 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 been like three years.
0: It has been three years.
3: It's been a long fucking time. It's it's
0: weird. You might say, "Well, we made it, despite, despite the your directions. directions." I mean, I we finished
2: a three-year campaign, John. Yeah. Two of which were a public podcast. I... You know, it would have finished sooner if we had actually <laughs> met every week. Um, you can't do every week. Yeah, but we all... can't do. Me- no, I don't know. We can't do every week. But I'm just saying. Um, wouldn't it have been interesting if we had met every week? We probably would have finished it in half the time, but we just would have um, had very upset uh, people in our lives, yeah, like families. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 exactly.
0: I, I feel like if we handled season two a lot better, we would have been finished about
2: 12 yeah, so months ago
1: as well. Cool, well, season two and three. There's a lot of dilly dallying. <laughs> <Well, laughs> fin-
0: finished was how much campaign you want to play. Like we're finishing because of the set date of John leaving the departure. Yeah, the departure of John. Like. We could have done heaps more campaign. It well, finishes yeah. because
1: of John Lee. Yeah, we had yeah. to skip that. Yeah. The, the last dungeon basically.
2: Yeah, John, are you allowed to access to the internet when you're going all around?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I would not be allowed to play D and D over no. the internet. <laughs> Absolutely not.
2: I wouldn't do it anyway. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um. Anyway, I wasn't asking. What I was, was going to say was okay. I've,
1: I've been with these characters for so long that I don't actually feel that they're gone. Like. No, they didn't die. Yeah, no. but I don't feel like you know. It's you know. It's just. The way that it is. Oh, oh. yeah. I forgot that
2: part of, of my scene where I go back to Mount Hope now and jump into the lava. Yeah. just yeah. <laughs> killed <laughs>
0: We all have a big, massive orgy yeah. and then jump into the lava. Oh, Doug, you had to bring it down to the <laughs> lowest it level. Down,
2: Doug. So, God damn Doug. it. Doug.
0: God damn it, Doug. On Saturday, November the 9th, 2019, we played a one-shot called The Den of Rotten Kings, which is out of the Cobalt Press book, Book of Lairs.
3: I just want to point out by we, he means like half the people at this table, right? Yeah, now. I'm getting to that. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, one half. Of fir- well,
0: a third. <laughs> and the first session of the public podcast was episode one, Mount Hope Now, which was fairly far into our, at least into act two of our campaign. Yeah. But we called it season one, of course, because it was the.
1: For you, viewers. Because for you, viewers. You see, we spent an entire act refining our craft before we could put it in public. Of course. Much like the first season of Critical Role, which starts with them making loads of in-jokes that the audience doesn't get.
0: Yeah, they started their campaign in the middle. Why can't we? They
3: also started in an underground tunnel fighting aberrants.
0: They did, and Duergar. Duergar. Anyway, enough about Critical Role. Do you know how many PCs, not PCs, how many physical players we've had in this campaign over three years? I'll get you
1: a guess from each of you. Joshua says 10. I already know, so I can't guess.
3: Wait, wait, so there's, there's... on pod or off pod?
1: The entirety. The entire campaign, so off pod as well.
3: I don't know who was here for exactly. the, the initial start, but there's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about ten, yeah. Ten or more. John more had, than
0: ten. How, long, how many do you think? About 15. Oh, you're wrong as well, even though I told you the correct answer. Twelve. The answer is 17 people. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll bleep this out. In the campaign. Yeah. I'll bleep this out for the listeners. I don't want to... Maybe they, they might... I'm not going to dox their name. I'm just going to say their first name. But even that, they might not... They want want to keep that. So I'm saying it to you guys. Yep. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Who played the Bronze Dragonborn Ranger. Oh, which, yeah. made things very, know him. which made things very difficult when we were saying... And also Kobayas. Yes, I remember. <laughs> then we had... Who played Dariah, the Half-Elf Cleric. You yeah. also played Maxim, the tiefling sorcerer. We have Doug. Hello, Doug. Hi. You're one of the players. Oh, You're yeah. playing Co- Cole Wallstrong, who you started with, Ark Windheart, then Phala Earthbound, and Krezus. Yes. Then we Just have, to fucking keep you on your toes. Yeah. Then we have John, Fintock Falsmet, the titular dwarf of Ghosts of Gauntlegrim.
1: And Labra And Labra
0: which was your first character. My first ever character. And or- of course, Orc Piss, the Goblin Bird. Orc Bard. Piss, the <laughs> Goblin Bird. Did you forgot luck with me. Yes. Well, I didn't want to mention it.
3: How could you forget me?
0: Yeah. We played Goblins, everyone. That was a little scene for us at the end of that show. Then we had... We played the Almanar, the half-elf paladin. Yeah. Brought me in. Yes. Then we had JT playing Kilgrax, the blue dragonborn paladin. We <laughs> raise our glass to JT. missed. The best guest. Just <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to categorize the guest, but he was he was up there. <laughs> Josh, Kobayus the bugbear, of course. Pebble the goliath barbarian. greeb. Grebe. The goblin druid, Griebe, and Eliza Brockman, Graeber.
1: Graeber. and the Brockman.
0: So how many? How many got so far? Seven. Seven. Scotty, Scott, Scott, Gorm, Scott. the human cleric. He was Gorm in one episode. Clever. Elmo. Yep.
1: Yes. Grack the
0: goblin and Grack, barbarian. the goblin barbarian. Then we had Sean, my friend Sean. Filmy flagons. Filmy flagons. Then we had Jacob, playing Adathan. Ada, Adathan. Yep. Then we had playing Jasper, the NPC who oh, later converted.
3: I forgot to add him to my list. Then we
0: had who played Gale, the spell-plagued rogue. Then we had... for a short time, but that was on a side quest. John is saluting. I'm... Then we have... Nathan's wife. friend. Because I knew he, knew he killed... And we Matt. have... his brother, who played Thorg, the dwarf cleric. Then we have... Liana the wizard. And finally we have... who played a half-orc fighter in the first one-shot after the Halloween one. that's 17, 17 people. 17, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Seventeen a lot. lives touched by the game. What does that say about the table? We just all hate each other and don't want to play. <laughs> well, a lot of them weren't on pod. No, of course not. Yeah, they just came in
1: yeah. like you know, at least the, reason, half of them were just the reason why
0: the pod started is because we had a regular group yeah. that yeah. was able to do it. You can't have a podcast with people. Yeah. So about eight of
3: them I never met. Of course. Yeah.
1: Well, My oh, God, those memories are so foggy of back when we had Gail and Liana yeah. in the party. It's lucky Maybe. someone's got a Audio record of all of it.
3: <laughs> I remember the the wizard rogue, the blade singer wizard rogue. I remember the straight rogue. I remember Andrew being like, There's a rogue, there's another rogue, there's a yeah, multi class rogue. rogue wizard, there was a, a monk of of um a, a monk of shadows, and they're like, Don't be a rogue. And I was like, All right, I'll be a wizard. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Shitty ass. And, and then wizard.
3: Uh, the wizard died. The so who did I wizard. become? A warlock rogue. Yeah.
0: Fuck you, Andrew. <laughs> so I played a rogue in the end. So, I've calculated the sessions. These are the sessions that we have had in three years. It began with the Halloween one shot. That's one. We had 17 sessions. These are fortnightly, everyone, where we play from the hours of 3 to 7.30 or so in the mm-hmm. evening. Halloween one shot. 17 sessions of act one. This was before the podcast, this act. 17 fortnights. During that time... We had five side quest sessions where when someone was away, we ran a separate storyline. I ran the Night of Madness back in Neverwinter, which is a Adventurer's League that was released around the time the Neverwinter source book in fourth edition.
1: That's why Labra said farewell, mad city.
0: Yes. Then we started act two of our campaign, which is blending into season one. We did 11 sessions of season one. I, I think,
3: think Act 2 is where I came in,
1: wasn't it? Or no, you know, come act one. you, you were act there at one. the start of Act 2. Half yeah. of Act 1 you came in. First off, oh, you met us in the crypt. I mm. met you in the crypt. That was Act 1. Yeah. We also did
0: two wise man sessions, one of which you haven't seen, you haven't listened to yet. We also did a Doug session, hey. which you never listen to. Yeah. No one ever will no, hear that one. No. And then we had <laughs> another one you won't hear, which is the wild sheep chase. And then, of course, we did the infamous goblin session.
1: The famous goblin session. The famous goblin. The best we all, session. The best we all session.
2: Played goblins. <laughs> no session since has topped it. Yeah. No, I, uh, I wish. Just, that's listeners,
3: listeners, I wish you could listen to it. We've we've tried. We've tried our hardest. Yeah. Andrew. To find hates a way to get
0: you guys to listen to it, Doug. You haven't done anything.
3: Unfortunately, <laughs> there is a lot of you don't have, <laughs> have to do anything. Issues <laughs> and copyright issues and. Yeah. I wish, I wish. Yeah, I Hollywood's couldn't. been on our backs
2: ever yeah. since we threatened to release the <laughs> Goblin episode. Those, those
0: eight seconds of licensed music is going to be our downfall.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Great.
0: We have also in our repertoire, eight mothership sessions, four D&D one-shot sessions, four online sessions during COVID. The
1: you, iconic the, Race Across the, the, the Desert. Listeners,
0: the listeners never noticed because all through COVID, I was releasing episodes that we had recorded when we could. And had,
1: we didn't, make, didn't miss a, a week. There was even that one session that we did with, uh, with JT before he came in person, right? Yeah. The one where I was the little hunchbacked Dragonborn Jester. Yeah.
0: After that, our online sessions, we've also done nine sessions of Act 3, which was Season 2. Felt longer. <laughs> it felt so much longer. Nine sessions of Season 3, nine sessions of Season 4, including no, it's yeah, including the epilogue. I think it's nine. I know I split the the big final into three parts, but technically it's the last episode. And season
3: two felt so much longer than three. It and was four a big long. one.
0: It's very nostalgic. Yeah. we'll do. We'll rate the yeah. season
3: soon.
1: When I think of the show, I think season two. Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: Anyway, eighty-two fortnights over three years. What do you think about that? It's cheapest of your life, John Josh.
1: So, one hundred and two fortnights. What? There's, there's 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 fifty-two fortnights in two years. Yeah. And that was eighty-two. So hold on. While he does math, we can I was,
3: seventy-eight. I was a geotech. I just started out doing my emergency response stuff. Like I had a experience beforehand, but that was when I first started. You're a what a geo dude? A, a geologist. <laughs> geo- geotech, dude. geotechnician. I um, I started like wanting to go down the career path that I went through. It's bizarre to me to know I've had a full fledged relationship. And a complete shift of career progression yeah. in the entire span of this show. Yeah, yeah, It's nuts because it, it felt like I've, I've been doing this for so long and I've been with my partner for so long that it's weird to think, holy shit, like all of this started back when this started.
0: Yeah. Essentially. Been through a lot in this, yeah. this ragged old time of the last few years. So I think we've, we've, we've done a pretty good job, I think. I think so. I think so. I think it worked out to be an amazing... It's a success.
1: ...piece of work. It's a thing we'll remember for the rest of our lives. Of course.
0: And I've got on display for us all every cover up to the date of recording this episode. We have the entirety of season two, four episodes of which were... Didn't have covers. Didn't
1: have covers until we started saying, hang on. I've got enough drawings. Your little doodles that you do. And and that was a a simpler time, Andrew, an innocent time. When it was like, oh... (laughs) John's drawn some pictures. Why don't we put them up? And then it became a, a grueling task. Yeah. That all every right. week I would have to draw.
3: We all we all have to pick a favorite cover.
0: Okay. We'll go we'll do season by season and then an overall favorite. So we, can, I'll, we I'll,
3: can't do one for season four because we haven't got all the season four. Pictures. But we
0: can do what we have up to. Of, of okay. what we have, yeah. Okay. Here's here we go. We've got season two. We see the covers on the screen. We have the cube. We have the gates. We have the watcher. We have some shitty pictures of magmen. We have Ark <laughs> under a dome. Yes, Dome of Ark. You can all see it. We'll go around the table. I can go first if you want to start
2: off. The magmen just made me think of like, what do you call it? Practical effects monsters from like Power Rangers or, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like, like, a, like big foam pose.
0: foam suit. Yeah. So, Josh, what is your favourite
2: cover of, of season, season two. two? Season two? Which one was the last one of season two? Both Water and by Fire. By Water and by Fire. Yeah, you've zoomed in, so I've, I've, I'm missing a lot of them now. Oh Look, from a, a role play perspective, I loved kaijutsu. Mm. Kaiju jitsu. Kaiju jitsu, yeah. Just um, on the art, Josh, yeah, the art. But it's really hard on the art because they are really. Stop I know. moving the fucking <laughs> list! But that's what we want. Just keep your finger on the fucking button! All right, let's go. <sighs> okay. It's probably a tie between, like, cacophony of kobolds is really really good in my opinion. Thank you. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm probably gonna say, I'm gonna say cacophony of kobolds. The mighty whoosh is is nice. Is a nice looking cover because it's very scenic. It looks mm. complete. Yeah, it's a bit dark, but it like a lot of them are smaller the snapshots. Whereas that looks like it's actually like you're seeing an entire scenario Definitely. play out. But uh, the Cacophony of Kobolds is nice. It makes me think of uh, Gremlins um, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing where, like, all the Gremlins are, like, hanging out like, 80s gangster. Like, right. Not gangster, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Doug, what about you? <sighs> For season two, what is your favorite cover?
3: I have so many that I absolutely love. I, I loved Rock and Ore. Rock and Ore was always a favorite of mine uh kaiju jujitsu was always a favorite of mine i i love the red background it's a good stylistic choice it really was but i mean even electric boogaloo was great but if i had to give it to one i have to give it by water or by file for so many reasons well one being one being it being arc um (laughs) but even without arc like just the whole the theme, the story behind it, the artwork for it, the hat falling off his head, like everything about it. I, I love that one. So it's always been a toss up between Kaiju Jutsu and By Water, By Fire, but I'll go By Water, By Fire. Thank you last much. One. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And the Mighty Whoosh is also an amazing mm. piece
0: of artwork too. Thank you. It is. It I'll 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 leave John to last that it is okay. his artwork. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get fucked, John. Yep. I believe... Well, they're all equally good, actually. Yes. Yep.
0: <laughs> that Kaiju Jitsu is my favorite. This is one when I said the John. This is exactly how I'm picturing it. And it came out just perfect. It was exactly the style. It's so striking. And just the, the Evangelion font, the eye I had was the eye Lilith that has in Evangelion where the bugbear's eye was that. Amazing piece of work. So that's the one that I'm... The That's whole
3: like last four or even last five cover arts, mm.
0: even Rock and ore, just Gomoth yeah. is amazing. It's, it's amazing
3: down
1: there. All yes. right, John. Well, Rock and Ore is a personal favorite. Like the thing about me is that like I like design, so some of my favorites. Sometimes they're just the ones of random monsters. So I'm quite a fan of A Song of Ice and Fire, just because I like the, the, the sort of you know shape the, of it. The Azer. yeah, with the Azer. I would say, and also Ghosts of Gauntlet Grimm. At the bottom there. I do like that. I like this. That's also a complete scene. That might be my yeah, favorite that, of the season. Yeah, that is a nice one. Of little Fentok gazing at the pillar. So I'd say that probably is my favorite of the season. What's the worst cover? The worst cover on this? The other guys.
3: <sighs> yeah, I the other agree. Guys.
1: The, the crappy little magmen.
3: I, I don't have a least favorite one, but the other guys is is it has yeah. I, I think
2: our nah, Cube just seems lazy.
3: I love the Cube. <laughs> the I fucking <laughs> love Horatio <laughs> in there. I fucking love the Cube. I love the story behind the Cube. I love the fact that when the Cube happened and and John drew it, the first thing Andrew did was send it to me, being
0: like, haha, I killed your fucking I said, bat. "Put a bat in it."
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> put a bat in it. I want a brat in it.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. I fucking love the Cube. Season two covers. Yep. The winner.
2: I don't think we all voted on the same thing. Well, we all mentioned Kaiju-Jitsu. Kaiju-Jitsu. Yes. Kai is probably... Okay. Every single one of us mentioned Kaiju-Jitsu. Okay.
0: Sure. Yeah. kaiju is a strong Overall winner. winner, but we've all got our favourites. Let's move on to Season 3. Probably the best covers, I would say, mm. so far, uh, from there's some Season 3. There's some, this is going to be hard. And some of the worst. So let's go in reverse order. John,
1: uh, there's w- so many to choose from. I would say of these covers, uh, Naked in the Dark is the obvious choice. Mm. Uh, just because it was such a striking and almost like a brand image. You know, it feels like an iconic image of the show. I like End of the Road quite a lot. Mm. And uh, Do you like Phalag just getting fucked up in Breath of Fire? Yeah, I, I do. I, I never felt that confident <laughs> about that one. I, felt, I always felt that it was a bit. Minecraft Madness is the worst one. I would. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Minecraft Madness is my favorite. It's one of my favorites. It's elevated just from Anastasia, I think.
0: It's my second to third favorite. Anyway, John, what is the-
1: Yeah, I would say- Naked in the dark. I, do you know what? Personal choice, Dark Dark Masters. Dark Masters is my favorite cover. Yeah. Just because I feel that I successfully designed four different characters that- Yeah, I agree. That I was happy with. And Maximus has got a shirt on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you've got to draw and a pho- drow.
1: Yeah, and I got to draw a sexy a Sexy drow. Sexy
0: and a uh, beautiful...
1: Beautiful Fug. I, I had to roll a, a one out of ten orc, and that was what I tried. All for.
0: right, so we have Dark Masters as season three, John's favorite. Me, it's my turn now. I will for, never forgive myself for not calling the episode where Karnathrax entered, Enter the Dragon. Karnathrax. I could have said it, I love Bruce Lee movies, Enter the Dragon was the perfect... Title and I just put Carnithrax in bid red red letters you fool. and I'm a fool for it. I do like Duragars just because of the sheer time and detail you put into it. You can tell.
1: That's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic because I literally <laughs> finished that one in half an hour. I know. I was like, Andrew, I got this. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I do like a short respite again, just because of the scene. Yeah, and that's
1: the ones that you commissioned of me. I love with the a very specific the lighting thing in mind.
0: But. I have to, I have to give it to Naked in the Dark. Mm. That's a clear winner. I would say Naked in the Dark, second place, Short Respite. I love The Reader as well, mm. but yeah, that's my favorite. Doug, it's hard. I have, I have
3: so many that I love. I, I mean. If I had to count down, I mean, lethal weapon. I I love non-lethal lethal, weapon. Non-lethal weapon <laughs> was always a fun bit of artwork. Uh, uh, the reader is always a fun little bit of artwork. Uh, short respite was always a fun yeah. bit of artwork. Uh, my top three. There might be some contention in this. My top three will probably go to Minecart Madness. For oh, number God. three. I fucking love mine car madness. I absolutely love mine car madness. Even though you made me look like a scared little bitch, I said, that was Andrew's I request. <laughs> yeah, I love I said,
0: John. You gotta make him look like a scared bitch.
3: Number two, number two might cause some contention. Uh-huh. Number two would be dire straits. Uh-huh. I I really enjoyed dire straits. Really, the and,
0: strangling of the
3: Corby. Yeah, and I like. It was a good scene. The image of Ada, like, choking out a kobold, uh, a Kobe, uh, like... Corby. Corby. <laughs> the image of Ada choking out <laughs> a... is is... <it? laughs> the image of Ada choking out a Corby. It, it's, like, the, the expression
0: on her face, like... Like choking a big chicken.
3: Yeah, it, it's, like, the second most expressive face I've seen in any on of these, On these covers, yeah. I, I really, really, really All liked right? Dire Straits. Is that your winner? No, number one is D- Naked in the Dark.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's two votes. <laughs> Done, Joshua. Your favourite cover, season three.
2: Um, please zoom out and keep it, it there. Keep we'll, your hand off the fucking, fucking button. Well, as
0: you mention things, I like to zoom in so you can have a more yes, we'll, considered look. We'll, we'll,
2: Go. We'll we'll, we'll we'll get there. Jesus. Even bug versus fug. Um, Shut up, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no touch. Anything goes is. Really good. Um, I I like that seeing the reflection in the eye of your opponent. Yes. Uh, Even even though things kind of didn't go as intended, it was epic. Uh, The conversation, the battle, it was all very very cool. The lighting and the color uh, use of color in Bad News Bear, I thought looks really good. It's really it looks like there's like a soft lighting, like it's been like professionally lit, kind of. And I'd it's be. the most detailed close up he's gotten. It's like he's it's like he's actually like posing there and he's getting a, a picture for I don't know the
1: cover of Dove <laughs> yeah. magazine or something. Yeah. I think it's one of Andrew's <laughs> least favourites, but... <laughs> but like no, I, I, I have least favourite.
2: I like the use of colour and, and things like that. It looks nice. Um short respite, definitely really nice complete scene. Favorites is really hard to pick. Probably short respite. To be honest, Ooh, oh. it is
0: very nice. It's my second favourite. Yes.
2: Naked in the Dark is very cool. I'm not going to lie. Respite. It is very cool. Short respite is really good, yes. I like short respite.
0: The winner, the clear winner with three votes or two votes at least, Naked in the Dark. With short respite, with a close respite. second. With short respite, a close second. We now move on. And the worst
1: one, actually, Broken Home is the worst one, frankly. Broken
0: Home? Yeah, I don't. Oh, it's a bit um, basic. I, I feel like Breath of Fire is probably my least favourite. Yeah, I wonder why, Doug. My character's getting put on fire.
3: I actually don't hate it because it's the
2: only bit of artwork of failure. I think because of the way his arms are, it's very um, it's very me. He's dying. No, I was gonna I was gonna say it's kind of like the Canadians in South Park, like the way that they move. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, with his mouth. I'm Vella. It's struggle. me. I have a character. You, you a little, that? a little where's Toy the, Story-ish. Hold picture? on.
3: Where's the picture? Go into the season two, episode four. No, nope. <laughs> season three. No, he's go back to season. I'm two. not going
0: back. We haven't got time. Oh, with Ark with, arcs, arc with the, is yeah. the
3: same fucking hand pose. Yeah. <laughs> Let us move anyway. back. It's the Doug effect.
0: It's in no, three it's covers. Season, season I know. Two. It's in season two. It's in season three. And it's in Breath of Fire. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving fun. on. We move on the to the incomplete season, library. The incomplete season four, because we are recording this before we've actually done all the episodes. Hey, there's
1: Gladys down there. Fun fact.
0: <laughs> and let's begin,
2: Josh, of the covers we have so far. The most fun and uh, filled with frivolity. Of course. Is the four of us. There's four <laughs> of us. Just four of us. No one joined in, everyone. Kozul is badass. Mm. He was, indeed. Uh, that The art looks really cool. Thank you very much. doesn't have a title yet, but that last one on the list... Yeah, Bearded Devil. That is called The Bearded Devil, where that we see Krezzus. Yeah, that's nuts. Mm. We see him the in melting his, The melting flesh of his face. The melting flesh, yeah. Uh, please zoom out. Zoom out, please. Okay, so I've moved from the start and I move my way across. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking belly girl now. Uh, I don't know, look. guys. It's okay, guys. It's okay, guys. I just don't know. I, I, it's, it's really for me. I think it's close between Song of the Fall and Colzul or Into the Dark. Those are the ones that I'm, I'm.
0: Alright, do you want to come back to you? We'll go to Doug.
1: What was now. the last one called again? Uh, bearded Devil. Bearded, bearded Devil. devil. So, Sorry,
0: it's not the last one. It's the latest, episode the latest, eighteen, yeah. the latest that I've finished. Yeah,
3: this season is actually my favourite season for artwork. Good. We'll rank the seasons because after, with the exception of like Fallen Circle, like there is none that I, I don't even dislike Fallen Circle. That sounds rude, but there's like every single one of them could quite easily like top me. Uh, Bearded Devil is. Great. I raised my eyeball as well, Josh. I caught it. <laughs> I <I've laughs> said that one. Uh I, I mean bearded devil is is definitely a favorite uh it just looks amazing if I had to say though a favorite I would probably go "Song of the Fallen." Like I just, yeah, I, right. I love it. Four of Us" is good. "Into the Dark" is good. "Bearded Devil" is good. But "Song of the Fallen" is my favorite.
1: "Song of the Fallen" is my favorite depiction of Ark out of any of the covers. Yeah, yeah I think I, for I sure. finally actually got him.
3: Yeah, I feel like you finally got him too. It, it was only after he died that you managed to nail. <laughs> I feel like right.
2: I actually want to say the f- um, "Returning" is is my favorite. To be honest,
3: the "Returning," the one where he's swimming, yeah, just because the detail
2: looks really nice. Mm. And I like the the way that it's posed is really natural. Yeah, like it doesn't look forced or stylized. It's just well, it, I
0: just said the John draw nevermind, but with Krez. Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> Devil, Devil well, that's ruined it for
0: me, is <laughs> it? Yes. Devil Advocate's also a really
3: just good missing one the to... baby
1: dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Devil's Advocate. That's a fun one because it's got you know it's got several right. characters. I
0: it's, like Devil Advocate. I, I like FinTok and Devil. Do you know, Advocate? I watched Devil's Advocate like three days before. And it's a perfect title.
3: I like Kobayus and Fintok. Their their depictions in Devil Advocate are are probably like some of my favorite depictions of them.
0: All right. It's my turn now. And looking at what we have, I can't go past the bolt action. Oh, yeah. Enemy of my enemy, of our enemy. I'm going to have to leave it to enemy of our enemy. Yeah, because it's your character. It's my character. character. And also, it's just such a great scene that I put a lot of description into. It's fun. And it's
3: paid off. It's fun seeing S.H.I.E.L.D. actually.
0: Yeah. Mm. In a picture. Because John originally sketched out a wider shot. And I said, oh, John, just focus in on that.
1: On the intimate. On the intimate
0: moment of her and the death coming down.
1: Yeah. Ada captured it.
0: Ada only got two pictures. And I, I liked Ada... And it's fun to see Ada. Ada or Anastasia? Ada
3: Anastasia. Gets, yeah, Anastasia. Anastasia
1: gets three if you count Enemy at the Gate, where she's yeah. the, the season. Oh, she was
0: cover. at Enemy at the Gate.
1: Yeah, so my she pick only is,
0: got like three, but she's yeah. fucking My pick is Enemy of Our Enemy. We lastly moved to... Sorry, Josh, yours was Song of the Fallen, correct? What? Or what was your favorite? Returning. Returning. Okay. And lastly, we have John. A bolt action.
2: Of course. Bolt action's fucking great.
1: Well, I'm just yeah, really. It's great. I'm just proud of that, the, the action, the motion of it. Yeah. Like, I, it feels so much like a proper. And I'm really proud of the expression.
0: I tried to do the text along the arrow, but I just couldn't work it and out.
1: And also, I like the design for Seeker. Like, I finally. I, I, like, I wasn't picturing Seeker specifically enough. I just pictured it a crossbow, but because it's an ancient elven artifact. I decided to finally give it a design, so I gave it this kind of jade, ghostly kind of look, which I thought fit. So yeah, it, both actions are my favourite of that, absolutely.
0: Alright, we are running out of time. Yes. Let's move on to rating, ranking. <laughs> we're doing a ranking. Why don't we ranking, talk guys. like we're
1: running out of
2: time? Oh, right, do we talk like yeah, it's, it's still a, like 7.30. Ranking of the villains. Times. Yeah, but I've got to leave at 7.30, Doug.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Yes. This is why I wanted to cut you out completely, Doug. And I've got a little so. morsel for you afterward. Okay. Oh, we're going to miss most of that as well. Do you want to do that first? It's all Doug's fault.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. Look, it's okay. You spent so long. I can get mine out quickly. Okay.
0: Okay. We ranking. Let's do it really quickly. We have on a ranking from based, based, based to based, to mid, to cringe, to cringy, cringy, cringe. (laughs) We will rank the antagonists of all the seasons. Josh. Carnithrax. Based. Based. Kazul.
2: Based. based. Based.
0: Based. Oh, yeah. based. 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 I'm
2: gonna put. Oh. Oh. Is he, he the best? Was, if was, If it's my was. ranking, it's based. If it's uh, you guys can. I agree with based. Doug. I
3: I feel like he was the. Okay. Fair.
2: The reader. He wasn't the reader. Reader mid. Trip, uh, oh, okay. I think Look, base. mid to base. Base because he was a tri- he was a trip. Like it was good interacting with him. He was but only there for one. He second. was so short lived. Let's go mid. Yeah. It was mid. yeah mid. mid. Nemo Iron Vice. Nemo Iron Vice. I'm going to go with.
1: I'm going with base, base, base. To be honest, really, really, you liked yeah, it. I'm a mid. I
3: was going to give her mid. John, you're the uh, final decision.
1: I'd say she's. I'd give her triple base because she okay. had a conflict with me, so I'd say base to split the difference. Okay, base. Base. All right. Uh, Gladys. Gladys, triple, Gladys base. Triple, triple base. Triple base. The greatest villain. <laughs> she
3: was the ultimate villain. The
1: ultimate fucking...
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Maya. Maya.
3: Cringe. Cringe. Just a singular cringe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Aboleth. Cringe. Aboleth at the end.
0: I'm going to say cringe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just a,
0: like a MacGuffin. that it didn't it really, ha- it didn't have a thing. It, it almost
2: is. cringe,
1: cringe, cringe. No. I, I wouldn't know. say she's that. Maybe bad. just cringe.
3: I wouldn't say it's that. Bad.
1: Yeah, uh, Gomoth. Gomoth. Triple bass. Triple bass. Triple bass. The ultimate Gomoth.
3: fucking. Day.
1: Uh, the Watcher. Triple bass. Triple
3: bass.
0: <laughs> and we finally we Orthus. have Quarthus.
3: Uh, cringe, cringe, cringe. At <laughs> cringe, the bottom? Cringe, cringe,
1: <laughs> right Below the, the below Maya. Yeah, look, to be honest, he was a...
3: See, see, the, the the drow may have killed Ark, but the true death of Ark was Corthus.
2: Fuck Corthus. Gladys was like a bitch, man. Yeah. But Corthus, he was a bitch. Yeah. He was a Pretty bitch.
1: Cringe. All right, now, so, cringe,
3: I reckon triple cringe.
1: So, our three... All right, so, triple, triple cringe. cringe. Yeah. So, triple our, three, cringe. our three best villains are basically the villains of the... The, season one, the villain of season one, the villain of season two, and the villain of season four, effectively. Yeah. We've got yeah. Gladys, Gomoth, and the Watcher. Watcher has the best character arc by far.
0: <laughs> now, there's just, we could keep going for an hour, which I want to do, but I don't know how we can come back and record more of this, but I certainly do want to do this.
2: Um, We can go through some lightning round questions, I think. Okay. That, would, that would be Because I want to talk about the module. Yeah.
0: What, any questions you but have. But we
2: have to be lightning Bruce. quick, Doug. Yes, no, have, no, I yeah, have yeah. my top
0: three, and then I'm um an hour ah about it. Let's go. So... Yeah. I did no. know it was seven thirty. I apologize. Yep. One thing I mentioned. Yep. Quorthus had a very interesting thing. He had the hand of Corin Hilborn in his inventory that he took, that had gentle repose on it, because Doran, not Doran, yeah, Doran Runebuckle interned the body. Quorthus cut off the hand, took it with him, and <laughs> could was have
1: used it on the door, and Holy could have shit. gone through the door.
0: Oh my lord! But because. In the last moment he used the Dimension Door to escape, he couldn't return because you guys hung around that area for a while yeah. and he was badly wounded. He escaped. So we stopped him from going in, basically. But basically, he could have teamed up with you, double-crossed Gomoth, and teamed up with you, but he fucking got killed. Yeah.
2: No, he got shot with the poison. What would be the consequence if he came with us? He would have helped you get in. Yeah, but what would have been the consequence- well, he's after
0: his own power. He wanted yeah. to activate the forge and take the power of Magera. to As a, as as a lone person. So he
3: would have been the final boss. Okay.
0: No, he would just try to double cross you or yeah. steal something.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yep. What would have happened with the Ashmedai? Which one? If, if that had. Um, well, not, Ash, not Ashmedai, sorry. The Shadow Kai.
3: Oh, Shadow Kai.
2: All right. The Shadow Kai was a
0: whole city in the Shadow Realm. That's called Evernight, which is the city of Neverwinter in the Realm of Shadows, mm. the Shadowfell. It's a mirrored city. And you could have traveled... That could have... It's a whole campaign. Like, all these places in the campaign book could be campaigns in themselves, which I mentioned when we were playing it. It could... Like, you guys decide what you want to focus on, and we can make years out of this.
3: Did they ransack Elabrum?
0: Pardon? The you, the Fae City for failure. This was thousands of years ago. So that... The realm of Ilfan and Ilfarn. Ilambrian. Ilambrian. They, sorry, yeah. they fell a long time ago. Yes,
3: but yeah, Phaelos' whole quest was finding out who ransacked it.
0: It was the Netherese.
3: Oh, it was the humans doing? So the Disgusting Netherese, humans. the
0: humans, the Shades yeah. were capturing magical em, uh, magical items mm. and melting it down to refuel a Mythalar that they had found. So it was the sh- mm. was it the Shades or the humans? And I just want to. I just want to show something to... Mm, nice and quick. Nice and quick to John. Yes. Regarding his little character called Labra
1: Yes. Based.
0: And I'm trying to find it.
2: Was One there minute. anything so that based. we missed out on if we had raided the tombs first?
0: The tombs?
2: Yes. Let's say we just raided the Slumber of You would Agents. have had to fight the ghosts and basically yeah. just pissed off the dwarves.
3: There's, there's one thing you would have gained if I took a level in Warlock. I could have had a really
2: bad badass spell if we went down the tomb route. Tomb no, root. I just want to know what, uh, what loot was in there.
0: <laughs> John, I'm just going to show you the S Three Dawn, the fae leader that you wanted to, le- to meet, the spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. You want to just read the last line for me?
1: Three Dawn is actually a disciple of Asmodeus. <laughs> he with a dark fae legend, from the portal. He works with, well, with the early Br- Br- Faye and the models, never went to read it.
0: So My the whole God. campaign of your character Labra becoming has never been able to escape. <laughs> never the been able to escape Asmodeus, and just the the fact of you, you wanting to go to the Fae Wild, son of a bitch. This is not me. This is in the book.
1: Yeah. So I yeah, literally, yeah. I
0: literally took him away. Baylor! I, I took him away from Asmodeus to give him to another pawn of Asmodeus. Yeah, yeah literally <laughs> a, a, another agent of Asmodeus.
1: <laughs> All right. Awesome. Now, <laughs> uh, I've got.
2: Goddamn Asmocup.
1: So Josh.
0: <coughs> <coughs> fuck me. Josh, you can pack up and leave now. i think yeah, we'll, I'm keep, leaving. we'll keep I'm... talking, I think.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Godspeed, good sir. Fuck.
1: Yes. Okay. Thank well, I'll, you, Josh. Well, I'll, I'll put this on the Discord later. This yeah. information. We'll talk about it for a bit, oh, uh, and then you can see what we were talking about. Oh
0: yeah So, Josh, thank you very much for joining us in oh, this Josh, campaign, and just me. thank you very much. The senior member of the podcast. The senior member of the podcast.
3: Senior. The titular bug We'll bear. see you again.
0: Yes. Oh well, yeah! In two weeks' time, when someone uh, runs a game.
2: Allowed on the sinful internet.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Oh, look, there's Been some stuff we can do. We can do some other shit right. before I go. Uh, how long is uh, this rough break? Is it
3: two what? weeks? Because I promised my partner I would have a
1: break that no, we were having. I wasn't
0: going to break. My break was being one of no, you well, run a game. For
1: sessions, yeah. I mean. Oh. For sessions. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, well, it, it depends.
0: Well, in two weeks' time, as long as you want, one of you guys can run a game, um, got, and I'll play. I've
1: got the next couple of months before I go, at least. Oh, no, so. We would have a break
0: after this. Yeah, oh. I told my partner we had a break Let's just have a break. Have a well. break. Yeah. So the next two weeks, break. Then I'll when we the come back, least. John, or you can run one, Josh. Yeah. We'll work it out. We'll <laughs> meet again and play. Oh, we'll... yeah. Okay, John. I
1: can't believe that. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. The entire time I was like, oh, I can get away from... Because <laughs> I didn't know. Because I, I hadn't read about the Feywild. That is hilarious. And last,
0: last, week, <laughs> last week, I thought, oh, I better start... Uh, looking up just for the end scene. Like, I wasn't going to continue it.
1: Well, I guess we're not doing <laughs> the that campaign. The,
3: the nicest thing Fela ever did for you. Yeah, Fela... Finally, something redeemable about Fela. Failure. And all he meat. did was just trade you to Asmodeus to a
0: puppet of Asmodeus. It's idiot. Moral. <laughs> okay. So, John, you have diligently listened yes. to every episode of the podcast at double speed. Mm-hmm. And you have put together... A fantastic trove of data. Yes. Data for us.
1: I did the stats and I recorded every single time one of us dropped a monster. Wow. And every single time one of us uh, did death saves or went unconscious. And I also recorded some other funny things just because of the nature of the episode. So, for example, I can tell you now, this is hilarious, episode two of the podcast, Scott says that uh, Fentock has Dark Knight vibes. <laughs> and yeah. he didn't know how true that would be. <laughs> um it's also the episode where Fintok says he will claim hmm. Uh That episode we we killed Shades. Now, overall, we have the ranking of the most to least kills in the party. But first, I'll do this. I'll do the death saves. Okay, Kobayas dropped to zero HP twice in the whole Holy show. Holy moly! I, I don't want to know this because it's me. Twice it's... in the whole show, uh, he went unconscious.
3: It's going to be me.
1: Me, Fintok, I dropped twice in the whole show. That was both in the same fight. Same fight. Really? Only twice? I dropped twice in a row and that was it. Oh, Oh, poor Doug. Doug (laughs) dropped five times (laughs) over the course of the four seasons. (laughs) Only five? Not that bad. Yeah, five times. I thought it was Ark dropped. I swear Ark dropped five alone. No, no. No, You spent time... Being down, yeah.
0: But I mean, once you're down, it's got three rounds of each one because it's oh, death saves or I even it more. Was a
1: lot more than yeah, five. Five times, by my reckoning. That's not bad. Now, the kills in third place with twenty three kills over the four seasons is Doug. Yay. Twenty three kills. Moment of truth, because you might. It's not as obvious as you'd think. Okay. People think that I want I have the most because I end up ending fights a lot. I end up yeah. shooting the last thing.
3: hundred percent. Yes. But actually... Anastasia was just as good yes. as you for killing off things as her. Um, mm.
1: No. No. Anastasia damaged things. She'd never killed... She killed one thing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, really? In the whole campaign. She oh. killed one duergar. The rest she damaged, but did not drop. And that weighs on her conscious for... Yeah. Forever. <laughs> in second place, Kobayas with 41 kills oh, wow. over I the four I know seasons. who the winner is, Doug. And the winner, Fentok, with 46 kills Holy crap. over... The four seasons. Nice. Look,
3: I, I, for me personally, coming in dead last makes sense. So Ark for the first two seasons, Ark was never an offensive character.
0: Yeah.
3: He never, I, I never planned on being a killer with Ark.
0: No. To I mean, be to be fair, you weren't there for the entire battle of Yeah. Like, yeah
1: <laughs> I yeah. wasn't there for the entire battle of a lot. There was a lot of methods
0: yeah. there that got killed.
1: I've also recorded whenever one of us dropped like a boss monster slash main... Villain. Hmm. Uh, starting episode two, Fintok drops Anonymous, the Shade.
3: Oh, yes. yes. the leader of the Shades. Anonymous, yes.
1: Uh, in episode five, Fintok drops the first salamander with the two mephits either side. Yep. In episode ten, which is the one where Cisco was lit on fire and died twice. Yep. Uh, killed the Azer with the two hellhounds. Yeah. So the Azer in the middle, was kind of like the boss of that encounter. Yep. In episode 11, we all killed some beetles, <laughs> some fire beetles.
3: Corrin- Actually, Ark didn't kill any beetles, he just kept walking
1: through. Yes, actually, Kill dropped two beetles, Scobias dropped three, Corrin dropped two beetles, and Fintok only killed one. In the Battle of the, of the Sauna, now first of all, I've written here, episode 12, Doug is a Python expert, <laughs> and in episode 30 from I've written Doug is a fire expert, because twice in a row, you said, that's not how this works. Yeah. Yes.
0: In that, and he's also an expert on concussions- yeah. Recently? Uh,
3: uh, was I?
1: Yeah. Okay. And also, this was the first time. Let the man sleep.
3: Yes. Actually, no, yes. And I stand by that. Okay.
1: Moving on. Uh, this was when there was the big salamander and the two small salamanders. Fintok drops the big salamander. Episode 12 was the first attempt to cheese with Tiny Hut. Earlier, you had failed to cast it because the encounter began. Yeah. This is the one where we cheese with a tiny hut.
3: And it all went to shit.
1: This was the one where
3: I taught Corin that a leader needs to march into battle and lead his men.
1: Yeah. Uh, in season two, there was a lot of fighting and not much killing of any bosses. Mm. It was mostly... F- uh, but the actual singular deed... I've also written 21, Kresis mm. one-shot salamander, because that's when the spider squid dragged the salamander to the water.
3: Yeah. Kresis one-shot salamander.
1: I'll take it. And uh, I wrote here, the, the only major kill... In season two, was actually Zidane drops Gomorph. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a boss. That I, was.
3: I feel like shout outs need to be given to Ark for wiping out like something like nearly 20 something kobolds by himself.
0: There's the one paragraph of Kozul and Nimor for you as part of the campaign. Hey, book.
3: Nimor actually has a thing. I didn't know she existed.
1: He? I gender, gender swapped.
3: Oh, there you go.
1: In season three, uh, starts off with Fentok dropping Maya and Vandrev. And Cobaias killing the spider squid. So that's three that's like two bosses killed in the one session. Mm-hmm. Episode six, Kresus drops Carnathrax. Fuck yes, he does. Incredible. Well I
0: think that technically I ran into the brick wall that was Cre- Ice Wall. I, I, I believe
3: Kresus was the first to drop an actual boss. Yeah. yeah. Outside in of season three. Outside of Kazul. I mean, um Zidane dropping Gomoth, because he wasn't a PC. I mean, you dropped Desmond as an um, anomalous. Um, anom- anom- yes. Yeah.
1: That was barely a boss, though. Yeah, it um, still counts. In episode 19, Cobayas drops Andariel. Cobayas drops Fug with the bloody fist. Cobayas drops Diacorbi. Cobayas drops Maximus Smirnov. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Fintok drops The Reader. Hmm. And episode 23, Fintok drops Nemo Iron Vice. And that's the end of season three. Hmm. So at the moment, Fintok has Maya Vandrev, The Reader, and Nemo. Cobayas has The Spider Squid. Krez has Carnithrax. In season 4,
3: oh no, Fintok, I mean Kabayes has the cuz Kabayes kills the first boss cuz he kills the spider squid first. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, gets the first boss. Gomok dies before yeah. that.
1: Krez drops the rock elemental episode 6 of season 4. Fug kills both the giant chosen guards in front of the the, the shrine of Desecration.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Kabayes drops the fire elemental. Fintok drops Kazul, Fintok drops earth elemental. Subsequently, Fintok drops Intellect Devourer. Fintok drops Gladys. Kresis drops the Boule. Of course.
0: Again, run me Kres- forgetting the va- yeah.
1: armor of Agathys. Fintok drops one Mind Flayer in the final battle. Kresis drops two Mind Flayers in the final battle. And Maximus drops a Mind Flayer in the final battle. Fuck you, and Max. then Kresus drops the Aboleth. Oh, the, the fact that I dropped the Aboleth makes me happy. Yes. Oh, yeah.
3: everyone, with the exception of Gomoth, everyone got to drop
0: an appropriate boss.
1: Yes, basically. Yeah. And uh, that is my stats. It took a whole week of listening to these episodes double time.
0: Hey, uh, hey John, remember yeah? where we played The Night of Madness and Labra Cavourge was playing then, and you met the prophet Rohini? Yes. And she gave you a kiss mm-hmm. at the end for helping
1: yes. oh, recover no, no. things? Do you want to read a bit let about it? Let me guess. Although Rohini does not sit in overt leadership in the cathedral, the acolyte servants and patients bow to her, calling her simply prophet, she seems to, hold us to be kindly matron for 40 years, blah, blah, blah. She worships no particular god, but Brother Saturn. One moment. Let me guess.
3: She's gonna be fuck ugly.
1: No, no. Look. Devil, shape changer! Oh, get fucked. <laughs> she was. Who who was that? Was that Labra? That was the woman that gave me advice as to how to break my curse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Comforted me. Stroked my face, gave me a little kiss.
3: And then and then you set off taking her advice only to run into a
0: fae. Rohini's loyalties are up to you. She might be the sovereignty's thrall or her servitude to be a cover and mask her true identity as a nine the hells thrall agent. Oh, God. oh my God. It was she was a nine hells agent. She was sent by the sovereignty. Never nothing sovereignty. I know, I know, John. So yep. as we're looking at the campaign book that we have, the Neverwinter Campaign setting for fourth edition that we're based that I base this campaign off. John, do you have any burning question that I will answer in full? The fact is, kid the game mean, was rigged from the, the start. start.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Did did Labra ever have a chance to break away? <laughs>
0: Labra was just an amazing uh, coincidence. Of I'm amazed constantly how he was your first character, and he's and constantly tied into the... constantly tied into. It's a miracle, and yeah. I would love to continue that his story at some point because I think it's most interesting.
3: God, I man. would I would a hundred percent play a season
0: a season two. Well, we'll see what happens in five years.
3: Of, it's um, not the end because
1: what we could do is we could like discover that that you know this fey is like evil, and then that could be like the big bad of. Whatever. Yeah,
0: Josh. Josh still likes Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure he'll want to play again.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I can't believe that. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> God damn it! What are the chances? Like not just one, but two. Yeah, both of both yeah. of the the people on the path of my. Freaking... Redemption. Yeah. It, it wasn't my choice to, for you
0: guys to go to the Feywild. It was say, hey, why don't you come to the Feywild? <laughs> Feywild? We'll help you remove your
3: curse. It literally came down to the fact that both me and Josh accidentally created characters that are perfectly aligned with each other and could very easily help Labra out with their situation, only to throw Labra further deep into his situation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucked. That's absolutely it is, yeah.
1: funny. <laughs> There's a succubus. Oh, no. Heavens, Heavens to Betsy.
0: <laughs> so what question do you have to ask about the campaign book? Spoilers, everyone. What would you like to ask? One question. We've got time for one more. Um, John.
1: Well, well, Doug, do you have one?
0: You can ask anything. What's in the chasm? What's under Gauntlegrim? What, you know, anything you like. What's uh, in the middle of Neverwinter Woods? What's the... I mean, could Cres's... Realistically Could Cresus With all the golden power That he has Take Luskin Take Luskin No Well Become more influential And gather together a, a crew Yes You can become a high captain You can bring that back Yeah You would have to Versus the evil Dead rats Thieves guild Yeah But I reckon a level 10 character Can start off pretty well In doing that With like a very large amount Of profit behind him Well 10,000
3: 10, Yeah That's a fucking good amount That's yeah,
0: it's almost enough for a ship. Yeah.
1: I have a question. <laughs> yes. Um, the thing we did in Gauntlegrim, shutting yep. the portal. Yes. Does that have any effect on the uh, the wound in Neverwinter where all the plague stuff is coming out? The chasm, you mean? Yeah, The chasm, yeah. Does well, what we did in Gauntlegrim have an effect on the chasm? Well, sir.
0: At the center of this wasteland yawns the chasm, a canyon-like crack in the earth that spawns all manner of twisted and deadly beasts. It extends down into the underdark to a subterranean lake that is part of the domain of the Aboleths. At the bottom of this sea churns an active pocket for the spell plague, and it is where the aboleth sovereignty lies and where they send their minions up. That is the source of the spell plague. God, Krezis. Was in the chasm all along.
3: He could go down the... Oh, no. So, I mean, we created, we created Krez. Krez was created as a joke initially, right? It
0: wasn't a joke. I suggested, hey, I, I got an idea. Let's yeah, you
3: way. you mentioned, like, I, I asked a bunch of questions about different backgrounds. One that caught my eye was Spellscorn, because this is set in, the setting is 4E, but we've... spellscard It The setting is set for 4E, but we've played it in 5E, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So a little fun fact for all you listeners. It's a 4E setting that we've moduled into 5E. So Kresis was supposed to be one of
0: these Spells Guard, which is a 4E thing. No, it's not. It's just a campaign uh, background. Yeah. A unique background.
3: But then it also had, like, Spells Guard had, like, special sort of abilities. Yeah, Spells Guard. And I've just sort of blended that in with, with Kresis as, as Warlock. And I've sort of flavoured his Warlock to match what you would have got as a Spells Guard. With the blue flames and all of that jazz.
0: Um, it, in the Neverwinter Wood is a fallen city of the netherill, the Netherese, the Shades.
3: God, how much shit's in the Neverwinter Woods?
0: Oh, it's a fallen, fallen city. That's where all the dead went. That's where Kilgrax was going mm-hmm. to kill the necromancers. What's necromancers.
3: The, Where's the? It's not the Neverwinter Woods. I think it's the Waterdeep Woods or near Waterdeep.
0: Well, forget about it. Where the where where you go into the woods and then you
3: end up in um. Uh, it starts with Bell, Bell. Uh, the Strad setting.
0: Okay, so under, yeah, the Strad setting is a plane of the shadow. Yeah. And so under. Heads. Hello, daughter. We're finished now. We're just wrapping up the uh, last th- three years. Three years, <laughs> daughter. Would you like to say hello to the listeners? You can say hello to everyone.
1: Hello. 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 Hello, b- beep. <laughs> Hello, small child. What you don't know, audience, is that. Well, if you've been listening to the out case, outtakes, you would know. My children are locked in a room. But consistently, his children are locked in a room and they sort of. They, they occasionally. <laughs>
3: fucking it like that. They, they
1: wander out and their shrill voices echo through the hall. And we have to pause sometimes. Here comes my
0: son. Here comes the other one. As we are going over time, we thank you all for listening. I can't say how appreciative we all are at you following our story. And when you will see us again in the future, I'm sure. But till then,
1: goodbye.
3: If you make it to this point, message us. Because we would really like to know how Each, many people they do.
0: actually get to this point.
1: Yeah. Each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you. Thank,
0: you. thank you, Peter. Thank you, Sarah, for thank the you. wonderful review. Thank you, everyone who I... Thank you, bearded tit, but, for making me laugh. <laughs> thank I you love your name. For mothership. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Gavin,
3: because I believe Gavin was the first name ever said to us. as one of our first listeners. No, nah, Peter. Peter. Oh, was it longest? Peter? Yeah. Apologies. Apologies, Peter.
1: Thank okay. you, Peter. Thank you, Josh, who's gone. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For oh. making. Thank you, th- uh, uh, thank you. Jo- and thank you, Doug. Thank you. thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Andrew. We will see you. Thank
3: you,
0: Andrew.
1: Next time. To the DM. To the DM. Oh yeah, that. We have got time for that.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Silver holes and mithril door Stone walls to seal the cavern Grander sights than never before In smithy mine and tavern Toil hard in endless night In toast to oh, live your flag Forge that bays the dragon Come dead soon, come one and all Rush to grab your kin Tell them that their home awaits In grandness gone to grand.